Hey guys, thanks for listening to the podcast. If you want to support the show, visit us at patreon.com. And for as little as $1 a month, you can become a patron. Or you can buy cool Lorehammer products like shirts, coffee mugs, and dice bags at www.redbubble.com. Don't want to spend any money? Well, you can help out the show by giving us a five-star rating and review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also hop on over to Facebook and like our page. And feel free to send us a message. It's the only enjoyment Mark gets out of his miserable life. Welcome to Lorehammer, episode 38, Gene Steeler Cults. Hello and welcome to Lorehammer. My name is Eric. I've seen you started with the magic. The Did magic you, hands. The old razzle dazzle. Uh, like that countdown I gave. The jazz hands are yeah, very well, nice. <laughs> you're welcome. Just thought I'd bring a little pizzazz to this episode. Well, it's a great start so far. Ex- excellent. I, I like the energy. I want, I want to bring the energy up. I've decided that's my new role ah. is to just be the hype guy. Ah. So when you're random, I'm just like, yes, come on, Mark. Get it. Get as some. long as you know, you keep that six inch rule of touching. I'm only always within six inches. No, that's the well, rule. no. That's what's written on the board, so. <laughs> Why six inches? Is there a particular reason you like that number? Well, then your wiener can't touch people, right? <laughs> oh, mine can. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Joke's on you. I got sh- shady pills off the internet that are supposed to increase my growth and girth <laughs> for the low, low price of $300. It's not too bad. Nice. No, it's good. You needed it. He needs it for those Russian singles that are in his area. <laughs> They're in my area, and they want to talk to me, damn it. <laughs> That's what the internet said. Uh, welcome to Lorehammer, I guess. Uh, I, I guess I introduced myself. I'm Eric. This is uh, Mark. And uh, this is Jordan. Jordan. And then joining us today is guest. Guest. Guest one. Guest one. Guest number one. Thank you so much for joining us, guest. It's a pleasure to be here. Input four. Guest one. (laughs) Input one. Guest four. Or the other way around. Um, Oh, do you want to just lift that mic up a little bit? There you go. Yeah, or you can lift the whole arm. It's just a, someone needs to there readjust you go. that whole thing. Oh, get right in there. There you go. Yeah, I don't know why it's all funky. It's because Christian uses that one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that guy. Oh, God. Uh, but James is joining us Thank today. you. Uh, is that his name? It, well, we, I hope so, because that's what I've been calling him. Well, you can stick with it. That's good. That's, we'll go <laughs> with it. Works for me. Uh, the last episode you were on was... Orc Warlords? Yes, we were doing Orky okay orky mm. stuff and i wasn't even there for that one no no, no. it was nice it was <laughs> nice well that's fucking rude but okay let's keep going i guess <laughs> welcome to my podcast james <clears throat> it's great to be here uh, today's episode is all about gene stealer cults which is very well-timed the second one that has been just well-timed the first one we planned though the orc one? Yeah, we totally did. We totally waited till the codex came out before. Did we not? No, no. We've just been going through like we do. That's right. We, we had these planned for like months. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we just okay. we do a couple yeah. Imperium aligned ones, that. and then we do one of every Xenos. The Emperor has blessed us. Oh yeah, of we course. know his favor to be true. Of course. Yeah. So <laughs> no, if you haven't checked out the new Gene Stealer models, there are some out. We're going to chat a little bit about those later, which is rare for us. Yeah. Um, we'll Maybe you should do it bit. more. Talk Maybe you should shut your face, James. You know what? It, let, let me paint you a picture of the new wa- models. Okay, so they're <laughs> miniature sc- scale. I believe yeah. they're in 28 nice. millimeters. Cool. Um, they're of Gene Silicultus. Oh, sweet. What are they doing? 
They are the, doing various activities. Some, yeah, like pretty somewhere much, like in this pose. Just think of like life. That pose. Oh, that's very helpful for the users. I'll do. I'll replicate those view, uh, poses for you. Yeah. I'm doing them right now. They're very nice. Thank you. I've also seen them in many different colors. Like cool. this color? This They're painted. Yeah. That color? Yep. Well, yep. So as that I all seems accurate. <laughs> that is all accurate. <laughs> now, I'm excited for them. Uh, actually, there was a huge dump. Uh, recently on the weekend, Vigilus, I think it was. Games Workshop just took a huge dump on us. They did. Yeah. It was <laughs> and on weekend. their lore I, specifically. I, I was a big pile of <laughs> crap. No, a lot of cool stuff face. came out. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Was really cool. I was a fan. We will chat more about that. But this episode is all about Dean Steeler cults, that insidious infestation of the Tyranid race. Uh, before we really dive in, though, let's thank our brand, our newest patron. By the name of Lucas, Domine Petri Spiritus Sancti, Amen. Thank you so much. Amen. Papa bless. <laughs> Thank you so much, Lucas. Ten dollar um, patron. It was great. Um, so oh, that's wow. always a good time. Like yeah. it's good to know that it's I impressive. am valued ten dollars worth a month. Well, you so, gotta actually divide that by at least three. Oh so. shit! So I'm worth three. Four dollars. Three thirty three. <laughs> Um, I'm rounding up. Yeah. If you guys don't know, we do have a Patreon. We are um, we have a couple things we'd like to buy just to improve the podcast. But through it, we've actually been able to already buy a lot. We bought um, uh, audio mixer. I don't know what it's called. It's an audio interface. There we go. I bought. An, we bought an audio interface. We bought mics for microphones yeah. for stands. <laughs> Everything to just kind of make this a little better for you guys. Say so, it. No, I don't want. Say to. it. Make your money, whore. Oh, that's not what I thought. <laughs> thought you were going to go, you guys. No, like, I wasn't you, go, the people. But <laughs> but, it's that uh, line from uh, Star Trek. No, that's a community line. Wow. That's when Pierce buys yes. the handshake from Troy and Abed. Oh, and he's yeah, like, we're yes. doing the handshake. And they're like, I don't want it. And he's like, make your money, whore. <laughs> uh, Pierce in the early seasons was what made that show. Right? <laughs> he's he the was. underappreciated hero. <laughs> well, hero seems uh, a little bit of a stretch. But let's let's uh, talk about the next thing on our icon here. I got a fun game to play. Right, yes, because I didn't have this written here when we wrote the notes, so explain. Um, the game is called Spot the Gene Stealer Cultist. Okay. So, unbeknownst to you guys, one of us in this room is actually a Gene Stealer Cultist. Ooh, it's like Clue. Uh-huh. Hmm. Okay. I'll just tuck my fourth arm away then. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got. I thought it... There's, I had no game, I... Oh. I thought we would just make a couple jokes about it. And, you know, there's the James joke. I'll just tuck my... F- the game's over. He's the wow. cultist, apparently. The, basically, the, we found the, ba- basically the first one to make a Gene Stealer joke lost about being... James, you lose. Because only the Gene Stealer would, right, you know, hide his fourth arm. Yeah. I was, so, naturally. in my brain, I was thinking of one, but he was just quicker. He so was quicker. I'm really glad. Well, because Gene Stealers are known to be highly intelligent and clever. Wait, so. what are you trying to say? I'm saying he is clearly more intelligent and clever than you and quicker. Is, well, I mean, I, it's not like I've ever gone on a podcast and stolen intellectual property from someone else. <laughs> well, so, don't do that. I, like, I mean, I think that's quite clearly what separates you from the, from the, from the chaff. <laughs> I was going to say the wheat from the chaff. The gold from the dregs. <laughs> uh, that, that's definitely me. Um I had, an, I had a big 300 thing uh, a couple episodes ago that you guys might remember. Oh, um, yes. So <laughs> that was pretty much word for word from James's mouth. He, he told me that did afterwards. Yeah. So did he tell you why it. I didn't share that information when I originally but, said because that? Because you're a no good thieving whore. No, no, no. 
I didn't do it because after I said that, you you guys shat on it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man, I don't want you guys to know that you didn't like James' idea. I, so I would I tell him, too. Tell him. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to say it was James. I'll protect him. I spent four years in university and paid like $20,000 to be able to say that. That's all I've got. <laughs> That's all I've got. <laughs> don't take it from me. <laughs> Worth uh, it. Uh, just for the record, for people who miss that part, uh, James apparently thinks that 300 is perfectly historically accurate. That's false, first perfectly. of all. I, I could make an, we're not doing this, but <laughs> I could. Bonus episode. I just want you to know I could. I could make that happen, but we're not going to. We'll We've do it on another there. episode. We've already been there. We're not going back. Oh, God. But I could. Right now. <laughs> I believe you. I could do this whole podcast. Stop yelling. <laughs> James, put your pants back on, okay? You don't need to do that here. Let's talk about gene stealers. Specifically, let's talk about gene stealer cultists. But but specifically, specifically, we'll talk about gene stealers before we talk about gene stealer cultists. Yes, cool. So so let's get right in here. The first thing, before we even talk about the cult as a whole, we're going to share a little bit of information about the Xenoform gene stealer. So this is a um, specific body type. I don't know. Organism. Organism. That's a good word. It's a specific organism of the Tyranid race. Yeah, like they they have many different types of uh, things depending on what they're doing. They'll come up with these different organisms to like distraction carnifexes. Yeah, perfect example of a different organism. Yeah, James. Uh, oh, am I supposed to provide an example? Yes, that's yes. how this works. Let's let's talk about those little termies, the little mm. termigants. The yes, yes, that's the wrong race. Termigants. <laughs> Why did we have him on? Termigants. <laughs> Who invited him? <laughs> But uh, yeah, they're a specific tyranid organism, and uh, they're six feet tall mm-hmm. and six hundred pounds. So that's always fun. <laughs> right. That was that a face, pound of that, foot. That or hundred pounds of foot <laughs> is the exact same face I made. Like Mark's reading it out, and I'm typing it, and I look at him, I'm like, no, no. I'm like, I'm six feet tall. I don't weigh six hundred pounds. I'm five four, like and I weigh four eighty. So <laughs> yeah, but not- that's a dream of yours. That's a goal. <laughs> They don't look like it. Like if you look at the models, they do not look like they'd be. Mark was six hundred. Mark has yeah, a very good reason for it. It's because they're covered in heavy plating. Sure. Yeah, and who knows what their oh, muscle yeah. density? Yeah, is. who knows what their bones are actually made of? Like we like, are like ha- expect a certain density and mass, but who knows what they have? Right. That might be true. So the expectation is six yeah. feet tall. Well, think about a gorilla, actually. Like, if you think about a gorilla, though, those things are about probably... Like, a silverback is not much taller than six feet, and it's about that much weight, if not more. So, maybe they're just gorilla-sized. Like, they don't look as thick. Thick, two Cs. (laughs) (laughs) What are you saying? Take off that booty. If I wasn't Uh, married, uh, those silverbacks. The interesting (laughs) thing... I, I think the reason that I had such trouble... Um, putting that 600 pound weight to them is because they're always described as extremely agile and quick. Yeah, so even they, though they weigh that much, they still are incredible. And we're talking like... They move eight inches, man. Right, exactly. It's fucking wild. How much does a space brain move? Primaris or regular? Primaris. I don't know. Six. <laughs> Six inches. But uh, yeah, they're incredibly quick. Uh, they are bipedal and like their posture is... It's pretty hunched. Yeah, and it's almost humanoid. Like, you know, they got legs, it goes into a torso, and then from the torso... They, they have actually have arms like all yeah. of us do in this room. Yeah, yep. but they're, they're very hunched over. Think, uh, if anyone's seen a picture of me when I hurt my back, think that. <laughs> like, just hunched over. Uh, yeah, and they got four arms. Uh, and their arms actually... 
depending like on uh, on the mutation they're given. on the mutations. Uh, they usually have claws, but they can also have like scything talons on them. They can also and, have hands. Yeah, regular hands to manipulate yeah. things like hands with like five fingers. Actually, I've never counted, but maybe it's six. I don't know. But it. But it's they hand. have the opposable thumb. Exactly, it, opposable thumb and a couple fingers. Yeah, and that's so, the important thing. Yeah, for grabbing things. Yeah, for gripping. Gripping. Molesting. Yep, mm-hmm. that too. I mean, that's an essential part of being a gene stealer. Gene stealers yeah. are rapists, for sure. Oh, definitely. I mean, like, we'll get into that. They do a sure. lot of non-consensual penetration. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, like, I mean, it's it's like a form of reproduction, so I guess you could say... Well, it doesn't make it not rape. No, that's what I'm saying it is. Oh, no, 100%. Yeah, we are agreeing. <laughs> yes, no, I'm, this I'm is like... This a yay I'm circle like, right I'm now. like saying, I'm encouraging that. Oh, <laughs> oh whoa, yeah. you're encouraging All rape. right, well, that's a little further than we <laughs> needed to go. Gene stealers. Oh, only they <laughs> are allowed. Fire, only they are allowed. <laughs> um, so they are, they have a carapace we talked about, but it covers the majority of their back. Yeah. Um, it also covers their head. Yeah. Which is just to protect their soft, fleshy, little intelligent brain bits. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's mm-hmm. how they get those nice little faux hawks. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, they're like incredibly quick and agile. Like, like it, it, you, they shouldn't be 600 pounds and that quick. But then they're also strong enough to easily overpower humans. Yes. So not only are they huge, they're quick, they're powerful, they're, they're one of the most dangerous things in the galaxy they're, they're for also, that scale. And they're also incredibly intelligent. Yeah. Right? Yeah, um, they are they're amazing trackers, and it could be the, like it just says that they're really great trackers. But it, this could be due to the fact that they actually have a very large and disproportionate brain, um, lending them, and this is what gives them this extraordinary intelligence and cunning. I mean, th- they're probably not rocket scientists, but they just have a very smartness about. Uh, they, them. W- would you say though that like because because they still have that like synapse thing right where like they still need to be within the range we're gonna of talk our, about that but no but what, quick what question or a quick answer no yeah, no they don't, they don't so don't they could they're they operate independently yeah. so that's part of yeah. why they have such a large brain yeah. also mm-hmm. they're they're good at tracking too just because different biomorphs some of them have like these like tendrils on their mouth that like can taste the air and taste scent and like, I'm sure they can be given different mutations to yeah. see in different exactly, um, and some spectrums. of them when you kill them, their their blood is actually like acid, and like they're, they're incredibly dangerous. Yeah. It, it, the mutations is what lead lends like the the very dangerous aspects of them, though, is that you yeah. they can be so versatile. Yeah, as well. Um, so this is let's talk about their version of the hive mind now so this is a a uniquely gene stealer uh, aspect and it's called a brood mind so you were talking before about how they have to be within like a range of the hive mind so normally you are correct like a tyranid function can't function as a a tyranid army cannot function as a a real army without this yeah they're all linked to the hive mind whatever that is and you're just a beast running on instinct if you're not linked to the hive yeah but the gene stealers have uh, within them a separate interlinking telepathy between other gene stealers so they create their own version of the hive mind which is called the brood mind so they 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 function (laughs) with without the need for a hive mind yeah which uh comes in handy for what they what they do. Yeah, I, I mean, it also that makes them an excellent um, tracker as well because they can actually leave the hive mind yeah. and still function on their own. Yeah, follow prey, do yeah. whatever. So all all of this all of this together um, 
gives like lends them to their purpose of being like a shock trooper. Uh, they survive for extremely long periods of time without their army, without yeah. their force. Or, yeah. And, they, and I think that's like representative of what they seem to like their physicality, the way they look, how they operate. They definitely have that you more unique approach than yes they than they, everything else look in the tyranid like they, army like tyranids right they look like a you can definitely tell they're part of the tyranid race but they're definitely different they they lack the same flavor that every other tyranid has yeah and like even just to like show how much different they are than like uh, the rest of the tyranids even though they are tyranids um, they've been known to go into like hibernative states too for like months and months and months away from the rest of the fleet like just maybe they're setting up an ambush and you know and they'll just hibernate for months yeah, or and maybe months. they were just lost or maybe they're lost right, or whatever like, um but yeah it just shows that even though they're tyranids they are they have their own brood mind they are different and their purpose is definitely a lot different than a regular tyranid organism yeah exactly do you think like it would be unreasonable like if you were to build your own lore around a gene stealer like force of just gene stealers is that like would that make sense yeah otherwise? oh absolutely oh, you of could course, just like have yeah. a bunch of gene yeah. stealers running around and then yeah. like a brood lord or whatever and then you, you don't yeah. even need a brood lord yeah, yeah. but you why would you not just, uh, you, if you have a lot of gene <laughs> i think you stealers, would just like for h, for an hq well i mean you i mean you don't really need hqs anymore right like you don't technically have to run detachments i suppose I mean, if you if you're doing it sure. just for the story, sure. you could literally just have... yeah. But why I, would you not have a? I think that'd be cool though. Yeah. Like you could just no, have a whole bunch of gene stealers and just have that like horde yeah. feel, but it still be kind of potent. Yeah, good. Probably not. Hey, no. but all fun. things are good. If but you spam fun. one thing enough, it will be good. <laughs> I think that'd be like fun to play both ways though. Like if you just saw like I'm, I have like it just a hundred and fifty like just makes stealers. it so thematic. Exactly. Yeah, right? yeah like, that would fit, and it would like it all, fit the like, lore too. All the soup and like the the auto include HQs. Yeah, yeah. Those would just get so boring after a while. But if you just had. Like literally 150 gene stealers <laughs> on the other side of the board, and you're just sitting there like, like "What oh. do now?" <laughs> like you can't kill them all. And so. every time you deploy to, you make everyone holding the next gene stealer hand to the next one. <laughs> so you create this link of gene stealers, and you kind of basically conga line them up. Not conga line, but uh, what's that one game? Horde. Um, call me over, Ralph, Ralph, Polo. <laughs> and then you run at the Red top. Rover. Red Rover. Oh. <laughs> they create a Red Rover line and they just run forward. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Please sing again, Mike. Ralph, Ralph, Polo. <laughs> uh, All right. So due to their ability to function without their army, um, this obviously just lends them to being scouts. Yeah. They just, they're sent away from the army. Yeah. Go take a look go yeah they find uh areas of the most resistance least resistance exactly. they'll and just sow discord right they'll yeah. go into hibernation who knows what they're doing but yeah. every, they're just they're doing it because they're they can actually function without the army yeah um so in this in this function of being scouts they have been known to infiltrate other species spaceships or planets um yep. but spaceships is a pretty common way to get from one system or planet to another yeah. when, when you don't have your own like bioship or anything, yeah yeah right? so, exactly um in order to, so then you reach new planets with significant biomass um and, and then, that's where the fun begins that is where the fun begins so now that you know a little bit about how gene sealers work and how they're allowed to be autonomous from the hive mind yeah we're going to talk about once they reach a planet their gene stealer invasion of the local population yeah begins. so one gene stealer 
there's a Tyranid invasion on the planet, right? And, you know, there's swarms of organisms landing and uh, the defenders are taking off and flying away and retreating. But one gene still managed to sneak on the ship and he hides and he hibernates in the ship. Eventually, the ship reaches another planet. This one gene stealer is now on this planet with no backup at all. And what's the first thing he does? First thing he does? Ask well, he probably, for friendship. Probably, <laughs> I'll be on your team. <laughs> Please don't kill me. I'm friend. Raise all four hands. Yeah, I'm, I'm human. I'm human. Um, <clears throat> so when a gene stealer reaches a planet, like Mark said, and it's by itself... There's kind of like a different protocol that takes over. Yeah, it goes from it goes from like hunter and stalker to infiltrator. Yeah, to mastermind. Yeah, from shock trooper to infiltrator. Infiltrator. Super spy. (laughs) Super spy. Yeah. Um, And the first thing we're talking about is the like. How do you make an army? Well, you can make one. You can grow it yourself by making lots of babies. But a gene stealer cannot self-replicate. Yeah, that means like there is no male and female gene stealers. Yeah, um, they, they can't make more babies by themselves. All creatures that are tuned get born out of a hive ship. Yeah, exactly. So they can't create more. So how do they create an army? Well, they... Um, Oh, I guess I missed something that any gene stealer that is created from a high ship is called a pure strain gene stealer. And this is just a distinction we'll make between these gene stealers and the rest of what we talk about. (laughs) Um, So a pure strain gene stealer comes into contact with an alien species and begins their uh, process of reproduction through an ovipositor and their psychic ability known as the hypnotic gaze. Now, when they put this together, uh, is it called the Kiss of Death? Gene Steeler's Kiss? Gene Steeler's Kiss, not the Kiss of Death. No, that, okay. I think that's a Harlequin thing. Ah, fair enough. Okay. So it's called the Gene Steeler's Kiss. So, Let me demonstrate okay. it on James here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're infected now, James. <laughs> a lot of sucking sounds. Yeah. But yeah, like the, the Gene Steeler has a mouth within his mouth. And oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and it, it shoots out very alien-like. It's and, totally alien. Yeah, except this is actually his dick. So the Gene Steel has a dick in his mouth uh, that shoots out and actually oviposits like genetic material. Yeah, there's a little there's a little tube inside of that that tongue that will pierce your skin and it will implant an embryonic organism within the what's now called the contagi contagi or contagi. Yeah, we'll just call him the victim, I think. Wow, that's rude. <laughs> that's not their name. <laughs> uh, but yeah, once this uh, organism is within the victim, it develops and begins to alter the host's body, actually changing your DNA and suppressing their will to be subservient to the brood mind. Yeah. So, and, and what's really creepy about it, too, is like... Um, they they literally shoot like a tiny little tyranid organism like inside. A parasite. Yeah, exactly. Inside of you and then it like, you know, slowly crawls its way to your brain. Or however it does it. Yeah, I don't know but, where DNA is, but it changes it. Yeah, exactly. But it's like a living creature is literally like shot inside of you and like is now living inside of that person. It's really It's very fun. Yeah. Well the thing the thing that I really like about this is that it's not human at all. Yeah. It's very alien, exactly the way forty K should be. Yeah. Um, and so it's horrifying. It is horrifying, horrifying, which is exactly like 40K should be. <laughs> um, 
so once once you've been contaminated with this organism, you are now a member of the cult. Yeah, and you are yeah, like it's slave said, to the will to the brood mind. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty crazy. So these hosts will go on to reproduce with other members of their society, um, and and we assume that uh, when this this change comes over even your DNA, yeah. it kind of puts you into baby-making fever. Yeah, because it, it, you specifically want to go out and like build the cult, make new gene yes, babies, exactly. make new cultists. And, and you like, know the way to do that is to grow them. So yeah. you go make lots of babies. Yeah, and like I'm sure a lot of the time like they're not following proper rituals of wooing, no. um, wooing their future partner partner <laughs> no like it definitely like it's there's a drive. it suppresses the humanism yeah. part of you and you become an alien yeah just bent on reproducing yeah and there's yeah a drive just to reproduce yeah um and uh yeah all of the offspring will in some way be a member of the cult we'll get more into it depending on the generation depending on your birth order but all of them are like a member of the cult and all of them are affected by the cult to yeah, some degree. Everyone is under the brood mind. Yeah, everyone who is born. Um, these babies will undoubtedly be absolutely disgusting and repulsive. <laughs> well, I mean, they're part alien. Right? Yeah, and we'll talk about the first generation and you realize how gross and fucking weird it would be. Yeah. Um, like you basically just want to abort them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like what we should have done with Christian. <laughs> but his parents, you know... God bless them. <laughs> they took pity on his poor soul, <laughs> on his feeble body, his disgusting. And now look at what we have. <laughs> I was talking to Christian the other day because I, I just every now and again I'll like randomly listen to a Lorehammer episode, just a part of it. I jump perfectly with part where we're making fun of Christian. So I messaged him. I'm like, man, we make fun of you a lot. Like, what's the deal with that? <laughs> just like, I hope you're not mad or like. <laughs> Wait, he has feelings? Yeah, apparently. Oh, that's Because pe people will message us and be like, fucking Christian, like, I've got a couple message where that's all the message is. <laughs> they know, they know. It's yeah. an international meme. Yeah, it's just like, oh <laughs> my goodness. Meme. Yeah. But, uh, oh, man. so yeah, the, the babies are disgusting and repulsive, but like, due to the control of the brood mind, like, they, they, the, the parents think like, oh, look at this precious thing. And they're like, take care you, of You it. have a very strong desire to care and raise yeah. that. That's not like so different from real life when people have babies. I mean, ugly I've seen ass babies. Yeah, of course, yeah. And they think their babies are beautiful. But we the know they're not. <laughs> if you're the mother yes. and, and the father was the gene stealer. Was the Contagi? Because technically yeah. no yes. gene stealer is the father. Right. Like, if you are posited with the ovipositor and you go find some random woman out there and you impregnate her, yeah. as soon as you transfer your seed into her, she is now part of the brood. Okay, mind. so it, it, it's an, like an STD then. Yes, exactly. Yeah, gotcha. I, I think one of the ways, too, it is transferred is through blood. Blood, yeah. But also... Or other fluids, apparently. Yeah. It's going to be any part that transfers yeah. DNA. I, I right? guess okay. one thing, too, that we can mention real quick, some of these details change depending on what race a gene stealer oh, will yeah. affect. We're going to get a lot more into that later in the episode. Yeah, right now the, we're going to focus mainly on the fact that we know humans are Yeah, so stealer. we're going to talk a lot about how humans do it, but there, there will be some differences depending how on... How do humans do it? I've never personally <laughs> done it. Oh, okay. Um, I've seen lots of stories, though. I have, yes. Both, green both. text. 
<laughs> Green Death. <laughs> Green Death. <laughs> Was hard JPEG. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so after they do it and they create a disgusting little baby, that baby is a part of the cult and yes. continues to grow. And they have more babies and they grow the cult. All the while, that first gene stealer is still going around the planet ovipositing other people. Yeah. And they're going and having filthy gene stealer yeah. alien sex. Interracial, interspecial. Oh. That's what it would be. Oh. Not race, <laughs> it's species. Oh. Yeah. You ever seen that uh. part of community where they pick up the white, the freaking weird... Uh, have you been watching it recently no it doesn't matter (laughs) but then they're like they think he's like a really good guy and he's in the back of the car and he has his guitar out and then he's like you want to hear another song and they're like yeah and he's like this song is called um uh interracial mixing and don't you do it (laughs) (laughs) just booting him out of the car classic (laughs) it's pretty good but uh (laughs) yeah so they're, they're going around they're spreading their seed they're having children and they'll have multiple children but what's interesting is only the firstborn of any host will become a gene stealer hybrid um, that will actually s- show signs of the gene stealer take. Yeah. So the way it kind of felt to me is like the the embryo that if a gene stealer gives you James the embryo and you share did. it, yeah, We've you share it that. with a girl, Ooh. you now no longer have that embryo inside you it's kind of like a one-off that just gets passed from person to person and while everyone you've exchanged dna with is affected a little bit by it but it lacks the potency of the first time so then like your child the hybrid he now or he or she has that um ovipositor and the ability to spread more and more and more yeah but only your firstborn will ever be the hybrid everyone yeah. else just becomes a brood yeah and uh, a member of the brood brood brother is uh, what it's called but brood siblings yeah because it's not only male it's not or, and, and male depend, or female yeah and depending on the race it, they, they might, might not, not even, even have, have. Yeah, yeah so um yeah but even though they're not the firstborn those brood siblings are still like tied to them yes they're still their will is still suppressed and they are still a victim of the brood mind yeah so they're still part of the army yeah so let let's talk about different generations because the whole the they're they're they like to reproduce that's what gene stealers like to do they like to reproduce and build a cult and uh the very first gene stealer the the one who does that very first uh oviposit is called the patriarch and uh we'll basically start from him and we'll work our way through um there's five generations of gene stealers and then we just get a nice surprise at the end. Of more gene stealers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> of they redo it. But basically, yeah, the, the first is called the Patriarch, and he's the very first one. And he's the oldest and the founder of the gene stealer cult. It's very what, oppressive. Very. He's not like, he's keeping you down. Oh, he's He doesn't keeping... let women earn more than 69 cents. <laughs> to every dollar. <laughs> yeah, he's a jerk. <laughs> he's a big old meanie, that's for sure. <laughs> When the patriarch begins the infection of the contagi, the new DNA imperative takes over and his body begins to change. So as soon as he begins sowing his seed into the population, he actually opens up like a new DNA door in him and he physically starts to change. And and also not only does it like, yeah, it unlocks something in his DNA, it also has to do with the brood mind is continuing to grow and the brood mind runs off like psychic powers like we're not Same way the, we're the, not exactly sure if it is psychic powers but 
it, it pretty much it's supposed is. to be like a, a replication of the hive mind right yeah. so the more people more creatures that you have that are feeding into it the yeah. higher it, the, the bigger it resonates right yeah so. so then that that patriarch can actually like feed not really feed but he grows stronger off as the it brood mind stronger, yeah. yeah it's it's just it's a direct proportionality it's yeah. as the brood mind grows he grows as yeah. well and you actually become like twice the height of a space marine, which is so normally massive. they're six feet tall, and they they'll grow up to be at like sixteen feet tall. Huge, big guys, absolutely massive. <laughs> um, their claws will become like as big as swords, uh, and their body continues to grow. Uh, the the patriarch will become more powerful the larger the crow. I don't know why I say that. Sometimes I can't read. The, it'll become the more powerful, powerful, more powerful, powerful, powerful. The larger the cult becomes, yeah. yeah. So if if it's a really large cult, the patriarch will be very powerful. It's a yeah. smaller cult, it will be less powerful. Yeah. Um, as the patriarch develops increasingly uh, potent psychic power as well, due to the fact that his brain continues to develop in this. So it's, it even talks about how his brain grows so bulbous and large that it looks like it's like squeezing out of his head. And that's um, another kind of indication of their ability to use psychic power is the size of their brain. Yeah. Uh, and so if it's powerful enough, you know, they've been known to um, like completely control someone just through a single glance of their eyes. Yeah. And it's not even like a suggestive will thing. It's more like I've looked at you and now you're done. Yeah. Everything you are like I control now. Yeah. It's pretty, pretty don't fun. Look at, don't look at him. Yeah, don't don't look at <laughs> but don't look at the sixteen foot tall him. monster in front of you in a dark <laughs> alley. Giant knife hands, sword <laughs> fingers. Okay, yeah. dick mouth that yeah. wants to impregnate you. That's just terrifying, <laughs> right? It's wretched. <laughs> uh, it's crazy too that uh, these patriarchs are are known to have lived for hundreds of years, and they're essentially immortal. Like they can be killed by natural means, like you. Shoot him in the Sorry, face. Unnatural, unnatural means. Well, they can't die from old age. Oh, is that natural? That's I thought a natural getting shot cause. in the face by a bolter is a natural cause of death in 40k. No, I mean normal. Not doesn't mean natural. Oh yes, okay, <laughs> fair enough. But yeah, like they're essentially immortal. Like you have to do something horrendous to the body to kill them. I wonder what would happen if you significantly um, destroyed the brood mind while keeping the patriarch alive i wonder if he would undergo some sort of change back at that point maybe not back maybe they should have an experiment like just say here's a planet we don't care about them let uh all right i'm gonna stop you right there buddy and i'm gonna burn you for heresy <laughs> it's just an experiment yeah just belisarius call can get away with whatever he wants that's right? true that's true uh, yes uh, but yeah, if if uh, the cult or if the patriarch is killed, uh, the whole cult goes into like a disarray for a while. Um, like because they're all linked together through that brood. Yeah, mind. so they he's can, the leader. Yeah, like, so, he's the one enforcing his purpose and will on everyone. Yeah. So if he dies, like the cult members actually feel his death and like go into crazy disarray. And yeah, um, but eventually another gene stealer, like a piercer and gene stealer, or just a gene stealer, uh, will take over the cult so the next oldest and biggest one will take over the cult and now it will be his cult he'll rebuild that brood mind and link he'll to start to grow yeah. and he'll start to change and, and so then he'll enforce his will yeah which in effect is the exact same will as the previous patriarch <laughs> to, to reproduce right to create an army <laughs> <laughs> yeah so let, let that's a patriarch um and basically you know once he feels like he's 
infected enough people, he'll just sit down in a deep dungeon and kind of just like chill. sit there, chill. I mean, he's so large. Like yeah. at, at some point, like how do you hide and escape notice right yeah. without staying deep, deep down? Yeah. Somewhere nice and hidden. Yeah. So the first generation, let's talk about the first one born from that ovi- oviposit situation. Yeah. They're um, called, so the hybrids are called gene stealer acolytes or malignaci. Fuck. <laughs> Malignaci. Malig- Malignaci. Hey, um, Malignaci. And as we used James in our example, only one of the parents yep. has to be infected in order for the infection to take hold. Nice. So as long as you were infected, James. It's like herpes. <laughs> exactly. You just spread it around. Oh, mm, perfect. Um, of all the generations, the first four, these resemble the orig- original gene stealers most closely. Yeah. They, they have some traits of their host species, but definitely they're gross looking. And it makes complete sense. You're like, it's the strongest connection there ever will be to the original. Um, yeah. I don't know what to call the, the, the ovipositor, <laughs> the infector. The dick mouth. The dick yeah, mouth. the dick mouth. Yeah. That works. I think works. it's that. The scientific term. I don't think so. Or in Latin, <laughs> dicketh mouthis. Oh, oh. Oral peni. <laughs> <laughs> Phallic. I don't know. But uh, yeah, so of all the generations, they look the most alike. And they're known to have three to four arms. And they have claws instead of hands. Sometimes they have hands. And uh, they'll even be covered in like that chitin plate that the original gene still is covered in. Um, and they have a similar skin tone pigment to the original gene stealer and uh just on a quick note like that skin tone pigment could be anything like it's not always like these purple gene stealers right depending on what high fleet that gene stealer originally came from man i even assume that the the mothership could birth a gene stealer with a specific color for a specific purpose yeah sure right like why not like we're not sure why it chooses the colors it chooses exactly like it's not a camouflage purpose so who knows um but maybe it's hmm. Sexual. Maybe actually none of this is real and like all of it's made up in a story and none of it makes and sense <laughs> and I'm wasting my life doing this. I couldn't possibly be true. Nah, you're right. Okay, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Get those heretical thoughts out of your mind. <laughs> but yeah, they have like this skin tone. So like there could be like this green hued hunched over humanoid with forearms oh, and It's claws. an abomination. And, yeah. And that's why like we were talking earlier about Christian and how he's gross. Um, <laughs> like the parents are for like they they naturally just want to love him, even though it's like this weird. And fucking everyone else group. knows. Everyone else sees it. It's like, <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> fuck Christian. Well, like even when you look at the the models for some of these, I things, thought you were gonna say even when you look at Christian, you <laughs> well, know. Well, obviously, but uh, <laughs> when you look at the models, like you get, I think you get a really good. They did a good job of making that come through because they all yeah. look just horrific. Yeah, and that's and uh, they do a good job of it. Yeah. Oh, it, so. this is like one of my favorite model lines are these guys. Yeah, because yeah, you can see the progression. They actually have models for the first generation and all the way through to the last, so you can actually see how they develop over the the course of their reproduction, and and we'll talk about what that looks like. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's the first one. Um. They're they're basically like more gene stealer than they are of the host yeah. species. So when these Meglignacci or these uh, gene stealer hybrid acolytes, they actually have an ovipositor. They do. And when they now go and let's pick James again, they find James in a dark alley. They, they, <laughs> James is working his corner, you know, trying to turn a trick or two. 
And he doesn't know that he's calling over an acolyte hybrid of the gene stealer called this variety. I've never, I've never worked with a dick mouth like that before, but I'll fucking get and her done. Bam! All of a sudden, James is infected again. No, this is a, this is a new James. Ah, this is a different. There's James. many. There are many James. And um, so now this guy goes and infects someone, and then that guy is taken over by the embryo, and and they they their DNA changes. They're part of the cult, and they want to go make babies. Yeah. So then that person goes and makes a baby. Yeah, and then they go and they make more first generation babies. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean, technically, no, that is the second generation. Would it be an though? oviposit from the hybrid is a second generation? Would it be? Yes. Does it say that? Yes. Okay. Then I lied. That's okay. Um, so that is a second generation because it's it's two generations away from the first. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because their oviposit like, like I, yeah. just isn't that strong. Yeah. Isn't yeah. That strong. Yeah. So then that person has a baby, and these they're also called acolytes, but they are less like the Megalignacci than no they're less like gene stealers than the, than the first generation yeah so it, it gets people get progressively more human looking as the generations go on even yeah. though they are just as alien in their mind yeah yeah that's the important thing to realize they're all aliens yeah so the second generation and will have uh three arms and one of which will end in a gene stealer and then like the other ones will just look human yeah, yeah. exactly uh, but all the acolytes, uh, their posture will begin to closely resemble their host, uh, and their skin tone more muted. Like they'll just slowly turn more to their host. Yeah, species. And, and that'll just continue throughout the generations. Yeah. So um, then, then these guys, these second generation acolytes, they have an ovipositor. Yeah. And they go infect someone now. Perfect. And then that per that James has a baby. Yeah. Uh, also, to uh... <laughs> you like that, Jordan. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of me on this planet. <laughs> yeah, and none of them are having good luck. <laughs> um, also, too, they don't have they they can do two ways of creating more generations. Like they can do the natural host way of reproduction as well as this oviposit. So technically, they could do two types of. Yeah, you could oviposit and then get a next generation, or you could have natural means of reproduction and get another one. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we'll talk about that right in this generation, is the fact that, um, so in the third generation, uh, these guys are called neophytes now, Yeah, and they will have two to three arms, so you'll see they've dropped that fourth arm completely, and sometimes they even drop the third arm. And even out of these two to three, only one of them might end in a claw. Yeah. So when you, when you look at it like a, the human race as a whole... It's completely possible for a regular human to have three arms. Pardon they're, me. They're mute. <laughs> um, no, no, come no, again. No. In, yeah. in forty. Oh, okay. Right. Like there's there's mutants. Sure. Right. And they're still human. Yeah. But they have an Are extra. They... Arm. <laughs> Are they? they? <laughs> but Are like they, like we had the, the entire subhuman abhuman. Um, episode where we talked about all the different kinds of mutations that exist that are still considered you know part of the imperium so if you were to see this guy walking around sure he has a third arm but it's not like you've never heard about that depending on where you are right if you're in a hive city or a hive i, I don't think that they're just walking down the street I, I think they're hunted if they have a third arm i don't think you can just walk around freely with a third arm I, yeah, ab like humans are highly restricted I don't think you can just walk down like uh, Imperium Boulevard with your third arm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I think that's a punishable crime. Yes, crime is the right word. The crime of being born with a third arm. I'm 
trying to recall exactly where it stood in our app human episode it was just so long ago because there but okay so like augurins are accepted there and there's only a few and uh sanctified no sanctified sanctened sanctified sanctioned sanctioned uh ab humans and we know what they, all of them are so what are they I don't personally know, but like ratlings, augurins. Oh, but look at the mutation between a ratling versus a guy with an extra arm. Uh, f- one just looks like a midget with hairy feet. Yeah. And one is a fucking mutant with a third arm. So you can that hide third the, arm mutant is not. You just tie the arm up. No, it's not an acceptable thing. You can't just walk around with a third arm and expect mm. like. I, I, from what everything we know about the Imperium, does that even just feel right that no. they would be able to like? Oh yeah, we're warm and accepting of all <laughs> now, what, types of people. So you burn the mutant. Um, what do you do to the or you burn the heretic? What do you do to the mutant again? Oh, you, that we welcome them to our home because this oh. is that we're a progressive imperial. Yeah, no, I think I think actually you kill the mutant. Oh, okay, that works too. <laughs> <laughs> Either or, right? <laughs> I think kill the mutant sounds, sounds so uh, much more logical. Burn the burn the heretic, kill the mutant, purge the xeno. What what are those three? There's a yeah, there's, there's a purging, saying. there's burning. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> no, there's like an official quote of what you need to do to each one. Oh. Like they. It's yeah. one of those. Those are I'm good sure things to do. <laughs> Torture, mutilate. I mean, they're already mutilated. All ends so. in killing, though. All right, so how many, how many recognized abhumans did you think there were? I think there's like seven or something. 73. Oh recognized, but are they Neandors, navigators. No, no, but are they sanctioned? Felonids, oh, okay. beastmen. Come on. A third arm versus a beastman? Come on. What is a beastman, though? It's like, literally a minotaur. That's pretty cool. Come they're, on. They're not just... Or a fawn. <laughs> hey, I'm they're, not judging the kind of animal you're supposed to have sex with. walking around in broad daylight, going into shops. Oh, hi, Jim. How's it going? How's your daughter? By the way, look at my goat feet. <laughs> That's not fucking happening. Sure, they might be sanctioned, but they are not welcome. You look at, ab- or you look at mutants with disgust. I, okay. Sure. Yeah, they're probably segregated. Absolutely, of course, but that doesn't mean they're hunted and killed on sight all the time. But if they are, I don't think there's any repercussion if you kill a mutant. Well, I mean, if you kill anyone in 40k, as long as they're not important, does it really matter? That depends. Depends on the planet. Depends on the planet, just like these guys. No, which which planet is more open and accepting than others? None in 40k. No, I I refuse to believe that you can just walk around with a third arm unless everyone else also has third arms. But all of these people are members of society. Like, all of these gene-stealer cultists function in society. Third generations? Yes. I think they're doing jobs that, uh... Does it matter? They're still members of society earning a paycheck? I, I don't know about that. I think they're deep down in the wells, digging holes and... Well, okay, mining, obviously. Okay, but but all you, of them are miners. Wouldn't you notice, though, if, like, Jeremy comes to work after the weekend and has a third arm? You wouldn't like, grow one. You'd be born with one. Wow, this generation sure does have a lot of third arms. <laughs> Fucking weird. Something in the water. You? Something in the water. I we think need to move s- away from this uranium plant. I think we need to like... <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't dump that sludge into our well. <laughs> but it washed it away. It washed the sludge away. Yeah. No, it, it could happen, but I of think course. you're definitely still hiding your arm. You're, I don't think you're just waving it around freely. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so useful. It's a third what would arm. you need a third arm for? Three pistols. I was gonna... 
Wait, well, that's not what I was going to say. Oh. <laughs> that you could hold three penises. And <laughs> <laughs> why? Why? <laughs> why? Let's talk about the fourth. Oh, no, no, sorry. We're still on third generation neophytes. <laughs> um, so this is where the firstborns start l- potentially losing their ability to have the ovipositor. Yeah, and then they just have to reproduce through natural means. Yes, they infect others of their species through blood, right? And these guys are called drones or neuters. But Mark and I are just like joking, like, who calls them that? Yeah. Like, who is like, there's another drone going by. Look at Jim the neuter. <laughs> Let's go kill him because he's Why got is a it always me? third arm. Jim, not James. Very different. Isn't J- Jim a... Uh... It's the exact same. <laughs> well, t- minus a couple letters that are different right, in the here way it's or there. pronounced, but... Yeah. It's the same meaning. I totally meant him. Yeah. This is my planet, and it's 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 fucked. This it's the planet done. of Jim, Jim, <laughs> and it's done. Actually, <laughs> right, so three armed freaks running. Around. <laughs> well, then obviously it's acceptable. Well, it is now. There's so many of them. <laughs> they can't put us down. Yeah. Let's talk about what happens when the neophytes, so the third generation, have babies. They become the fourth generation. Excellent. I did math. We had three generations before. The next generation... We took the square root of it, mm-hmm. multiplied it by pi, counted the arms, boom, fourth generation. Done. Um, and these guys are also called neophytes, but they're also called primachi. 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 <laughs> um, this generation... I think it'd be primachi. Primachi? Yeah. Primachi. A lot of times in the Latin language, the C is a sharp. Uh, in... In uh, Italian, it's a ch. In in Latin, it'd be a hard c sound. By Mackie. Yeah. Uh, Interesting. English princeps is princeps. No. I didn't know that. That's so recently. It's definitely no. princeps. It's a. It's what they would call emperors of Rome. That's definitely not how they anyone has ever said it. It's literally how the language that was created said princeps. Which language is that? Latin. <laughs> That's not a real language. It's a real dead language. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds made it's up. Dead. Do you know anyone who speaks it? Well, no, it's no, not as yeah, real as Gothic, obviously. But like, <laughs> yeah, high Gothic. Yeah, we all speak high Gothic, <laughs> obviously. But um, so the fourth generation or the Primaki are virtually indistinguishable from the host species, minus the forearms. Just no, just kidding. They're they just have a little just, nubbin. Though. It's just like <laughs> oh, it's like it's like people who have the tail at the oh, end of their little disgusting spine. freaks. It's just a little, <laughs> hunt them down, pull hunt everyone's them pants down. down. If you got his <laughs> tail, you are not welcome in this society. <laughs> hunt them down. Uh, so these guys can seamlessly blend into society, and yeah. these are the ones who are taking like. Uh, big social roles. Like, if you want one of your members of the cult to run for president, it's these guys who are We're doing We're going to include the three-armed people into our society. <laughs> They're people, too. <laughs> they deserve a living wage. <laughs> and so we can find them and kill them. Um, the uh, Primaki are known to exhibit, exhibit a couple unique traits, such as becoming the Magus and the Primus, as well as hybrid metamorphs. So those are three things, Magus, Primus, and hybrid metamorphs that we will chat about a little bit. Are we not going to mention the the brand in the room? room? (laughs) My brother just walked into the room. You may recall him some... Close studio sign up. (laughs) You see the on-air recording light? Um, Hi, how are you doing, Brand? (laughs) How was your day? Well, thank you for asking. Did you go to work today? 
Did you make all the money? I came to see the cat. New cat in the house. There's a new cat in the house, yes. That's why I'm here. It's not in this room. I'll tell you that right now. This is where I'm starting my search. Okay, well, it's not here. Okay. <laughs> so we still on for tonight, then? What do you mean, tonight? Yeah, that's what I thought. Living together, he means. Yeah. We're still li- so we're still living together yeah. tonight? You're not changing the locks or anything, are you? Brant? Brant? Uh-oh. He did not answer. He didn't. <laughs> so I can stay over tonight, right, Mark? Well, no. It's, there's no room. Jordan? Um, yeah, sure. James? I have a place in the back of the yard. <laughs> I got a spot. You could. Morgan can sleep on the couch and you can <laughs> sleep with me. That's like. a good host. Oh, that my is. God. It, I'm oh, just my goodness. He is a host. Of, no, I'm getting flashbacks of it when he's saying, oh, yeah, I always picture you, Jared. <laughs> He's about yeah. to make his dream come true. Oh my god! Oh yeah! Oh my god! <laughs> uh, if you want, you could. Morgan could just like leave, and you could just stay forever. <laughs> turn this into a long. I don't think you would find. Thing. I don't think you would find the same benefits of the relationship that you seem to currently experience. <laughs> you two could braid your beards together, like not side by side, but, but like, together. Yes. Together. Yeah. <laughs> cheek to cheek, <laughs> braid them together. Gross. <laughs> You guys are like, you don't know what you're doing to me right now. <laughs> <laughs> Pushing all those buttons. Oh, oh my god. Is it hot in here or is it just me? It's very hot. really hot in here, actually. Um, so, I mentioned how... Wait, sorry. Now, when you say hot... <laughs> all, all of the above. <laughs> ah, please. I, I personally just please meant temperature. Let me get back to the podcast. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Uh, okay, so the fourth generation... Can we go back and read those three things again? Yeah, that that's what I'm going to talk about, because... Oh. Yeah, the fourth generation, uh, the reason that they are unique is because they can become three different things other than regular neophytes. They can become magus, primus, and hybrid metamorphs. Yeah. So we will describe what each of those mm-hmm. is... In another episode. <laughs> soon. <laughs> um, in another episode. But before we do that, let's talk about what happens when the primaki have babies so this would be the fifth generation now of gene stealer cultists and this is where the fun begins this is where the fun (laughs) depending on your definition of the word begins (laughs) the fifth generation that is born are born full gene stealers oh my god yeah full indistinguishable from the regular pure strain gene stealers it's so cool yeah and uh there's reasons for this but the big reason well, is that, because at it's that cool. Point, it's at that fucking point, cool. The cult is large enough to take over. Yeah, we're talking about like a hundred years of human. I mean, hey, yeah, could like be a, less. A but, generation of a human is anywhere from what, like fifteen to thirty. Yeah, but years? like so, and that's really, five of those. really though, like as soon as they become like mating ha- mating ready, they're going out and reproducing. So like thirteen years old, they're going out and raping a bunch of people with their <laughs> tiny baby dick. Yeah. One it, is crazy. Care. it is crazy to think about. Yeah. So, but it still is anywhere from, okay, so five times 13, carry the four. Anywhere between, okay, five times. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody jump in here. 65. 65 to 100 years, you know. Yeah. It, it's a long time. And this whole while, the, all the gene series are just poking other people. Yeah, exactly. Having more babies. They're and, also just creating more of themselves. It's not necessarily always following this linear progression yeah. there's fifth generations being made at the same time as first generations eventually yeah. right yeah exactly 
It's fun. Great. It's a fun time. Okay, let's. So that is like the general progress of what happens during the life of a gene yeah. stealer. Called yeah, us. and then th- that fifth generation, he he ba- is back to being a full gene stealer with an oviposit. He'll go impregnate more people, and then they they birth more first years or first generation. Yeah, it's just and they go through that whole exponential cycle. Exponential growth. Yeah. So it's wild. But every now and again, you get there's weird things that happen. Um, Genetics is not a perfect science. No. And sometimes you get <laughs> different types. You can get aberrants. You can get magus. You could get primus. Um, you could get metamorphs. Metamorphs. And all these things happen for a certain reason or an unknown reason. Yeah. But let's talk about aberrants first. So these guys are typically, typically created during the first and uh, second generation, although we couldn't find any reason that this mutation couldn't potentially happen at any time. It, it does. It could happen. Yeah. At yeah. Any time, like it's, but it's most common at the first. It two. does specifically say like in the first generation that this like aberrance can happen here, but there's no reason why it can't happen anytime because all this is is just this is just like a mishap during like the conception um, like something happened. I, I mean, I think in the book, in the codex, they listed like maybe there was a warp storm, uh, like just like in changed how DNA reacted to each other. Maybe there was um, the gene stealer was interrupted while they were ovipositing into the, into their contagi, right? So, and there maybe even the host species just had bad bad genes in the first place. Yeah, exactly. Maybe. Like you get a gene stealer infecting Christian, bad genes. You're gonna have an aberrant. You're getting an aberrant nine yeah. times out of ten. 100% it's science. It yeah. is science. Um, and the magus who we're going to talk about, um, we're just going to say right here, it says not even the magus knows why it happens. And that will come back to play later when we the talk primark? about it. The primark? No, magnus. Magus, not Ma- magnus. Oh, okay. Yeah, magus. Oh, okay. Mm. Even they don't know why it happens. <laughs> um, aberrants are of low intelligence, um, but very high strength. They're dumb brutes. Yeah. Really what they are. Uh, and they possess three arms, and they are obviously alien to the host species. Like, these guys are misshapen. Yeah. Um, they even look grotesque. weird, like, compared to a gene stealer. Yeah, like, no, they don't exactly. look like a gene... They don't look like a gene they stealer. Kind of, they kind of have, like, a Nurgle flair to them with how bulbous and fleshy they yeah, are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's definitely not Nurgle contagion. Um, it's just... Yeah. Maybe it is. Think, think... They said they didn't know you why You know what? Happens. We don't know. Maybe Papa Nurgle's sticking his little dick in there. <laughs> Fuck. Um, think uh, 300. There's that one like... Uh, FELTs. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> I didn't just watch it. True fact. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> he existed. <laughs> yep. And it's that's how he looked too. That's exactly. <laughs> there was a his, sculpture of him. His hand was seven feet long. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, they... Fu- when an aberrant is born... So again, like the parent, because it's a member of the cult, the parent's like, oh my gosh, my child is adorable and I love it. Even though everyone else is like, even this is disgusting to me. Um, they will find their way to the depths of the lair that the patriarch resides uh, for two reasons. One, they have a strong connection to a primus or a magus and they seek to protect it. Now this definitely is a result of the brood mind. Yeah. So it's a psychic link, a telepathic link. That they have to it. Yeah. Um, another reason that they're kind of forced to go underground is that if they remain close to society, they risk alerting the planet to the cult's infestation. Yeah. So it's like while you might be able to slide a first generation or a second generation or whatever, there's no way you'd be able to hide an this ab- weird an ab- thing, an aberrant. Yeah. yeah. On the planet that's inclusive of three armed people. Even on that one, they you don't. Can't. They still don't like these abs. No. Still don't like these abs. <laughs> 
Uh, and then, you know, when they're with their Magus or their Primus, that person will find uses and roles for these uh, janitors. Yeah. yeah. Just really like... Chamber pot. They're good protection. Boy. They're nice. They're good meat yeah. shields to have around you. But really, you just need to keep them busy until it's time to use them yeah. as like a dog of war. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good time. They're, they're so loved. They're treated so well. I don't think you understand the word love. Hey, in, in the brood mind... All are welcome, <laughs> no matter how deformed. Come worship you have the four-armed emperor. You have three arms. Come on in. You're Wait, a genetic what if I have freak. Five arms. Well, okay. <laughs> Let's not get carried away. Well, if you're an abhorrent, an ab, an aberrant have three. Abhor? What if your host species already has four arms? Let's talk about that. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, so let's talk about the magus next. So this is a potential um, offspring of the fourth generation. Yeah. And what is wild about it is um, these happen when uh, a psyker actually gets infected. And that's the only way these guys happen. Yeah, so the, these ones, like, obviously Magus, they're magically inclined. Yeah. But they, you're, Mark's right, the condition has to be met that one of the contagious guy has to be a, a psyker. Yeah. And it, it probably doesn't even have to be, like, a high-level psyker. It just has to have that psychic access to the warp. Um, yeah. yeah, most cults um, will only have one that takes this role. I think it's my guess is that most likely it's because you need a sufficiently like you want a powerful magus, right? So the more powerful of a psycho you have, the more powerful of a magus you would have. Not necessarily, but sure. You have to fight to the death. Maybe there um, can only be one, but <laughs> but there actually can be many maguses. And yeah. we, we that, were thinking, especially on races that are predominantly psychic. Yeah. Like if, if all of the species... Like Eldar. They're all yeah, psychers. If, if all of them are psychic and they're, they're infected with these guys, all of them will technically be Maguses, but there will still be some that take the role of Magus. Yeah, yeah. Right? Because uh, the role of Magnus is to be the... <laughs> Please don't say <laughs> Magnus. <laughs> to be the patriarchs uh, will manifest. I, I tried to actually say Primarchs there. But my brain got twisted because <laughs> I tried to really just fuck with you, Eric. But Ma Magnus is the Primarch. The Primarch will manifest. Yes, and uses his psychic power to help the to, Thousand Sons. Uh -huh, the cult of the oh Thousand Sons, yes. The cult. Leave right now. <laughs> Get out. Uh, he's mastermind behind the expansive cult uh, throughout the planet and beyond. Uh, basically, like he's the, the Patriarch's right-hand man. Like... He will go out and negotiate trade deals with other people. And yeah, like the patriarch can't leave the lair. He's ever. sixteen feet tall at this point, and an alien. <laughs> right? And oh, sorry, and an alien. He's an alien. <laughs> Where this guy is indistinguishable from the host race, yeah. and he has these psychic powers that he's able to manipulate people into doing what he wants. Yeah. So, so if there's like a politician who's trying, like, uh, getting in way of you, like setting up a new bill that says three armed mutants are no longer allowed to the be living rage, they're no longer allowed to be hunted. And this like politician is blocking you. This is the guy that goes to his office and is like, "You are now under my power, right?" And now you're under his power. It's as easy as that. And then he brings in a gene sewer and, and boop, little kiss, little kiss. Well, like, okay. Does it matter what generation though? Because if he's if he's indistinguishable from, does that mean he has to be a specific? Did you already say fourth. that? Yeah. Okay. So only fourth, fourth generations fourth. are okay. these guys. Yeah. Gotcha. But, uh, I pay attention when you guys say like <laughs> <laughs> You have the notes in front of you. I know. I was just, you know. What do you have? Nope. Oh, stop looking at porn. Geez. Always porn. <laughs> Always porn. God. 
God. It's only corpse porn. I'm starting guys. to think. <laughs> whoa, whoa. You are a true oh my God. devotee of the emperor. <laughs> you even take your devotion into your porn. You said corpse, right? Yeah. Okay, good. Yes. Perfect. Oh, oh my God. That got dark real fast. <laughs> so, so, another genetic uh, deviation. It's uh, me, obviously. <laughs> no, you're a deviant. <laughs> is uh, the primus. And uh, these are created during the th- either third or fourth generation. Not always. Not like not every third or fourth becomes right. one of these. Um, there are factors, two factors, one of which has to be met in order for one of these to be born. Yeah. So the, the first one is that the cult reaches critical mass. So it gets so large that it absolutely has to take over a world in order to continue to expand and maybe even go off planet at this point. Yeah. So then like if you want to do world conquest, you need a military leader. So out of necessity, the Primus is born. Yeah. Um, and then another reason that they're um, born is just when a high fleet kind of encroaches on the brood mind, a Primus is born as well. Yeah. Uh, and like Eric said, the purpose of this, the Primus is to lead the cult in war. Um, and like he's a tactical genius, he's even more clever than the, even more clever than Creed himself. Eric's looking at me with a blank look. Does he get the meme reference? Creed. He doesn't get it. Is it from the movie that just came out? What? No. No. Okay, Eric. There's a movie that just came out. Some Creed people too. are laughing. Some people are cringing, and Eric's just <laughs> confused. I want to laugh. <laughs> just Google right now, Creed. I'm going to get Creed Bradley in the office. Tactical genius. Apollo. Basically, Creed, once upon a time, had a rule called tactical genius, and he could infiltrate any unit. Apollo Creed. He was killed by the Russian. He was killed by... But he would... People would infiltrate Warhound Titans. How come I'm just getting Creed lyrics? Fuck. Songs. Can you take me higher? (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) You, so you getting anything <laughs> yeah, good yet? there's lots of comics but i think it's an inside joke and i'm not it's not an inside joke eric it definitely is <laughs> okay moving on uh basically yeah he leads to cult in war like the primaris leads to cult in war the primus <laughs> oh, primus yeah sorry <laughs> sorry the primaris and I, magnus i thought it was a cult of <laughs> the uh, thousand suns and sun. sorry sorry it's and ultramar out of your ass <laughs> Um, so even though this guy is born in the later generations, third or fourth, um, and he should be indistinguishable from the host, yeah, he's actually larger than the host species and has three arms. Yeah. So normally fourth generation, only two arms. Yeah. But this guy actually has three. Yeah, and I'm sure he has like uh, I, I think on his model he has so a little bit. Of, there's a little bit of chitin. Yeah. On the chitin, forearms. Chitin. <laughs> a little bit of chitin <laughs> on the forehead. <laughs> But yeah, that's his role. He's a war leader. Yes. Let's talk about... Ooh, these are probably one of my favorite things of everything that we've talked about so far. Um, Hybrid metamorphs. These are Primaris Marines led by (laughs) Magnus the Red. Oh my god, can you mute his (laughs) mic or something? Uh, So these are hybrids that are born when the shadow of the hive mind touches um, an infected planet. So kind of like how when a Primus is born... 
uh, from that condition, at the same time, these things will start being born. Yeah. And when they are born, they're actually viewed as like living saints. Yeah. Of like the uh, the cult views them as like uh, manifestations of like a divine will. Yeah. Right. And their mutations that they have, and they have crazy mutations. They're seen as blessings. Yeah. And uh, like their crazy mutations aren't just gene sealer related. They they are more tyrannid organisms as a whole. And that's kind of a, a whisper of the fact that the hive mind is, is closer. Yeah. Well, normally they're affected by the not mind. Now they're affected by the hive mind. They're trading like, okay, I need you to grow this. Um, read off all these things that it can be. James, I want you to read it, actually. Mm. He doesn't know how to read Point it. number two. Like, you mean B? No. Where am I? Okay, so there's words on the it's page. It's 11. I'm looking at it and I see... So under generations. Yeah. And go to section 11. This is why he's been quiet the whole time. I know, he doesn't know how to read. He's been it's busy hard. looking at that corpse porn. <laughs> Hybrid metamorphs. Guys, it's, it's like, I know it's not moving, but it's highly like... It's like... Real? Because oh, yeah. it's real. <laughs> that's yeah, I don't know where you guys are. Eric, I'm you there. can go for Am it. Am I here? Yeah, that's the one. Number two? Yeah, number, number two. two. Their bodies echo not only gene stealer, but also tyrannid organisms as a whole, often having more chitin, tendrils, spikes, whips, bioswords, crab claws, and barbed penises. That sounds not fun. <laughs> <laughs> I don't a want that last one. A couple of those things I don't think are noted tyranid <laughs> mutations. They are. I the googled flips. it. I googled tyranid barb penis. If I, I found pictures. Is that actually real? in a codex somewhere? Not the barb penis part. All right. <laughs> the whips. What about, actually what about hooked, crab claws? penises. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like if you look at the models, they have like these crab claws. Like uh, Carnifest. Carnifexes have crushing claws that are like crab yeah. claws. The Zoidbergs looking thing. Yeah. These, uh, <laughs> these metamorphs are the most vicious of the cultists, and they use the raw aggression of the Tyranid species. Just another thing that kind of differentiates them and their growth pattern yeah. from the regular cultist yeah. growth. But but they're not even they're not really even like uh gene stealers as much at this point. They're more like Straight up tyrannids. Yeah, yeah. So, they they will still take the the form of the, the basic, host body and, and well, even yeah. of the gene stealer. Yeah, itself. they look. So if they're born in the fourth generation, like they revert <clears throat> back to looking more like the first generation. Yeah, but you're right. Like they like some of them have like full on like spiked foreheads of chitin and like yeah, a bunch of these crazy. Tyranid biomorphs as opposed to gene sealed biomorphs, yeah. for sure. And that's, yeah. that shows you they, the infestation they of the hive mind. They are wild. Um, so if ever you see one, um, pay it a living wage. <laughs> that's okay. All, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> that's a weird yes. throwback. <laughs> not 69 cents on the dollar. No. <laughs> it's not fair. It's not fair. No, we need to change the legislation. Oh, no, wait. That so was the patriarch the does that, though. <laughs> oh, the patriarch. <laughs> There's so many mixed metaphors here. I'm so confused. Uh, and then the very last kind of aspect of the gene stealer cultists we're going to talk about uh, are familiars. Yeah, they're very strange. And Personally, uh, I don't think they fit. 
Yeah, we I'm going to say that right now. Sure. Let's read what it is, and then sure. we can kind of have a little discussion yeah. about them. Uh, so a familiar is a psychic spawn of a patriarch or magus. When the cult gets large enough, the brood mind, like the shadow that the brood mind creates, grows and gets larger and larger. And eventually, when there's enough psychic power in it, it coalesces into a physical being, and a familiar just appears out of nowhere. It's crazy. It's weird. Yeah. It's weird that this exists. And, like, this familiar, like, becomes an extension of the Primark or the Magus that caused it to come into being. Yeah. Now, as far as I'm aware, when they cause it to do that, it's not... Um, it's not intentional. It's not, yeah, it's not a conscious thing. It's just if enough psychic energy gathers, a familiar will be born. Yeah. I, I agree. I, I don't really like this. I, I Like, I can see it's kind of cool. Okay, now they're, the Tyranids are kind of mixing with things that have psychic ability and that's why you get the magus but like i don't like the idea is that tyranids don't have that ability and it's the the reason why like i don't like it is that it's directly tied to the strength of the brood mind and the brood mind is a smaller version of the hive mind and if this happens with a brood mind why does it not happen in a hive mind which is infinitely more powerful than a brood mind, and it's the exact same thing. I I just don't like I don't like mixing Tyranids into the into the warp as much. Mm. Why? Because you're scared. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, they're already would... they're already scary enough. <laughs> yeah, they don't need true. any more. Yeah, I I got one reason why this might happen. So, the brood mind, if it gets big enough, psychers on other planets or on that planet might sense the brood mind. Because there are psychers who can sense the hive mind. Yep. So they might sense the brood mind. Um, and that would not be beneficial for, for the cult because then the, the cult would get discovered and eliminated. So if it takes all this energy and like creates this little being, then like there's no more energy around and psychers might not be able to de- de- uh, detect it. So, so it kind of just like consolidates all this like the shadow and the warp into this thing. And then psychers are like, oh, okay, there, w- there was nothing there to worry about. My question is then, do you, you think, um, because the brood mind needs to be powerful enough to keep sway over the cult. Yeah. Right? And if this happens, does it take away from the brood mind? Yeah, like the energy. So then, he, even though he needs a large brood mind, now it's lessened, and so now d- but is you, it harder to control his brood because No, of the brood naturally want to do what the brood naturally wants to do. Like, it's genetically built into him to do certain things. Um the the control of brood mind in my mind is not to literally control the every day-to-day actions of the cult members it's more if there is a situation like the cultists naturally want to infect and reproduce and grow the cult to me the brood mind is more like overriding that to put them in harm's way like so they're running up in a battle against a fortress wall right you know, they see all their cultist members around them start to die. They start to get afraid. They start to fall back, right? The brood mind at that point would kick in and tell them it would spur them forward. It's not to me, in my mind, that the brood okay. mind is literally controlling everybody. Okay, now this guy's moving his right arm up and this, you know, it's not like that. Sure. Even taking your example, though, yeah, you still need a will and a way to exert that will, yeah. the powerful will over them. But if it's if you're draining the power well, okay. of the brood mind yeah, 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 into yeah. this familiar, but, but the th- you're losing that ability. Yeah, but the thing is, um, like if you're doing that all-out war, like you've you're already discovered 
Um, I don't know if one of these familiars would be born. This is all just hypothetical. Of course. Because yeah. my whole thing is um, it, it, it keeps the cult secret by taking this psychic presence and condensing it. But once the cult is out in the open, you don't need to condense it. So maybe these familiars aren't born. You would still then have a big brood mind to be able to push your cultists forward. But until that point, you want to keep yourself hidden. So you try to... It, like I'm I, trying to rationalize something that I agree with you, and I don't yeah. think it fits. Like that's probably going to be the better explanation of it. I like personally, I still think we could have done without familiars. Yes, yes, I agree with you. Yeah, I'm just playing. They, they don't. They don't. I don't like them. I don't like. I don't like warp. There's there because they always make the Tyranids have this weird relationship with the warp. Yeah, and yeah, almost, like, and it's like a warp of their own. Yeah, right? it, well, it's almost it, or like pushes away sometimes. Yeah, yeah warp, an anti-warp. Or, yeah, yeah, and it just. For them to have now, they're summoning things through the warp. It's like yeah, like I don't like that. Beings, yeah, it, it definitely it seems is weird. Strange. It, it definitely, it's like it's just it doesn't fit with the rest of the Tyranid theme. Yeah, I, hey, but, for all we know, there might have been some story, some book out there written on this that kind of clarifies it more. So if if we're completely wrong about this and yeah. you've read something, like let, let us know because um, it as of right now, our opinion is like yeah, it shouldn't be a thing necessarily. Yeah. I but, even like wait, wait, reading wait. through like the seventh edition codex. I even had tr- like I couldn't find familiar yeah. in it to read about, other than in the data sheets of the patriarch and the primus. Yeah, like it was no- or the magus. Sorry, yeah. it was nowhere else there. So I couldn't even do reading from the codex on this. Yeah. So send us a message. Message if you uh, have a different opinion of why these are a thing. Do you think they should be a thing? I don't know. Yeah. Um, I guess one more thing about familiars before we move on is that. Since they are so small and nimble, uh, they're used as very good spies um, because they can just report back to their master through their telepathic bond. Yeah. So it's kind of like the function they serve is to just always stay with the master. They act as like an additional limb, just part of the body, but they're also used to go do other things. And they're fanatically loyal. So like if somebody's shooting at their their master, they intercept bullets with their face. Yeah. Nice. Nice. It's not going to do much to a bolt round, but that's fine. Yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah, it will be fun. <laughs> so that that kind of covers all the different generations and all the different uh, xenoforms. Xenoforms, sure, that's an okay word. Um, so let's talk about the the hierarchy of the cult. I don't uh, want to get well, into this. Well, obviously, one. the the very top, as always, should as be should be and is natural. Mm-hmm. Natural, you have the yeah, and God given even. <laughs> Divine right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 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 What is Deus Reglio or Who's something? <laughs> <laughs> Latin's not a real language. <laughs> Don't pretend. I just make up words. <laughs> uh, but the patriarch obviously controls the cult. Yeah. He is the first. He's the foremost. He's the biggest. He's the strongest. He has the largest will, the biggest body. The largest uh, ovipositor yeah. you've ever seen. So big. You would like it, James. You, <laughs> you specifically, James. Oh, oh. oh I would. <laughs> I'm picturing uh, it right now. Gross. Eric's oh. face on a patriarch's body. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I see, you know, those like faces where you cut it out from paper yeah, and you just yeah, cut yeah. out the eyes <laughs> and string around. <laughs> you always try to put one of those on your wife. No, don't look at the image. Just put it on. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and right below the patriarch, we have the Magus. Yeah. So obviously this guy doesn't come out too much later, but yeah. when he does, he instantly assumes the role as 
prophet of the yeah. patriarch. I am the one who will speak the word of the patriarch to the masses, and yeah. I'll share the, 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 our religion with everyone. Right? And, and that's a good word that you use to speak, because patriarchs can't. They, no, they're, they, they're gene stealers. Yeah, just just to clarify, like they <laughs> right, are yeah. th- these alien creatures, and yeah. like even if somehow it was okay on the planet of three armed people for this sixteen foot tall <laughs> thing to go negotiate, it still can't speak. Yeah, it can't. so the Magnus, yeah, Magnus. <laughs> How many more times? <laughs> well, in our notes, there's at least Magnus. This next one reference. bugs me, and you'll find out why. Primus. Yes, that bugs me because why? that's that's it means first. And it's, oh. it's, it's not first, see, it is third. So it is first when it comes to military <laughs> yeah. endeavors. It, but it's, so it, it's not first, I though. <laughs> but yeah. It, is de- it, it should leads, be like... It leads the genius of their cultists in their wars, in their battles. Because yeah. there's two types of the cult. There's a cult when it's being sneaky, and then the cult when it has revealed itself. Yeah, so the Magus is going to take control of everything when they're being sneaky and just trying to grow into society. And then when they determine it's time for war to take over the planet... Yeah, Primus steps up, does his thing. Is mm-hmm. he is he above the the patriarch though? No, he'll never be <laughs> well, above the then patriarch. he's not. Now he's first. third tier. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, <laughs> but nothing can be above the patriarchy. Well, that's true. So, Actually, I'm okay with it now. Yeah, it Secondary makes sense. Primus? <laughs> Secunda, Secunda, <laughs> Secunda. <laughs> but Primus, Secunda. Primus. Ah, I'm clarify that right <laughs> oh, now. Yes. Yes. <laughs> One more time, you said Primaris. <laughs> These are all just words that people throw around. Yeah, and um, everything else that we've listed, all the four generation, the aberrants, the metamorphs, they all are technically the same rank. After yeah. that, they they perform different functions and they have different roles, but there's not really like yeah, it's not like they they, they don't look, have sergeants and yeah. lieutenants and captains and yeah. second lieutenants exactly it's more just like they're a cult army yeah they're gonna win through like infiltration which is awesome aspect of mm-hmm. Jinster cultists by the way yeah like that's it's so cool it's the way so they do cool. like there's sneaking around there you don't know if they're there like you can't trust anybody with three arms. <laughs> well, always should. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say you probably shouldn't ever trust. And them. even I'll just throw this out there: three legs as well. Don't trust them. <laughs> you know what? Good call. It, just to be safe. Yeah, it wasn't covered explicitly in our episode today, <laughs> but we should just let's list other things that you shouldn't trust. With, Physical with traits three. that make you not. No, trust I can't. Them. I might drop something bad. You have really inappropriate. Eyes. Never trust. <laughs> Never trust people with three eyes. I'm gonna say that right now. If they have a third eye that opens sideways in the middle of their forehead, you should probably shoot it with a silver arrow and then burn the body and salt the bones. Skin colors, Eric. Who should you trust? <laughs> if they have three different skin colors? Yeah, like if they're purple skinned. Well, I don't know. Maybe the sun radiates their skin. That's not a three thing. We're talking about three things. If someone has three nipples, you do not trust them. I cannot I, I stand behind this, this. When you go, when you're going to the corner and Awfully James is working his tricks and yeah. he's got his, working his tricks and he's got his his see-through shirt on and you see the three that, nipples that black uh, that black fishnet <laughs> right, shirt exactly. That's what he's wearing when he's Oh my god. Hey, I only can... wear that when we play the game, guys. It's for distraction. <laughs> oh, you're not supposed to tell anyone about the game. <laughs> the great game. <laughs> yeah, so Called three nipples. Seduction. Three nipples, don't trust them. That's... <laughs> uh, let's talk about religion. Let's talk about religion, which is, this is like my... All of them are dumb. <laughs> Even them, you're an idiot. 
Wow. Is that what we're doing? All right. So thanks for, let's talk about something else then. No, religion. Let's talk about religion. I mean, this is a cult after all. Yeah. Um, And there's no specific like religion of the gene stealer. Like a lot of the time they will adapt the religion that the planet already has. So um, if it was an orc cult, like they might adapt like. There's a cult of the Gorkmork. Yeah. The forearm Gorkmorka, you know. They, they'll come up with the their cult own of the tw- purple orc. Or yeah, something, right? anything like, that can just like kind of t- draw. Twist it. Yeah, and I draw like the flavor in. of this, but it doesn't necessarily seem to make sense to me. Because all right, well, let's talk about why you would do this. Or okay. why doesn't it make sense to you? Let's it doesn't start make there. sense to me because they, when they're the the gene stealers themselves or the whatever the the cult, <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't need to in, like control them in any way. Yeah. So I don't know why they'd have to have some religious element when they're psychically being controlled anyway. So what's the purpose? So I have a good answer for you. You can tell me. Okay, them. hit me with it. Okay. So let's say that um, a G- on the planet James, on the planet James, <laughs> planet Jim, <laughs> the genius of the lands, and he starts to bring people into his cause. Now, for posterity's sake. Uh, women can only give birth every nine months, right? Uh, as a human, right? It takes probably a probably year, a little a bit year. of no. As leeway. soon as that baby's out, <laughs> you're putting it in. <laughs> but let's <laughs> just say there are reasons. <laughs> there are there are certain biological reasons, or even just spatial, right? Like, what if there's another hive city that's just really hard to get to, and your cult isn't large enough yet to go there, so you can't physically go to the other city or you can't physically get people into the hive through procreation or into the cult through procreation instead you share an ideal with them and you say i'm in this cult of the four-armed emperor it's an amazing thing join my cult and so you you get this ideology and now you are your brain is already brainwashed to be a part of this cult and then as soon as a gene stealer shows up Boom, 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 boom. No resistance. Done. Sure. It's just another way of hurting the masses because organized religion is a good time. for. It's a great time. That's what no, I was going to say. See, you're going to make more money as a cult leader, but you're going to have, have more, more fun, fun as a follower. You see, a follower. Here's like, that's the a great brand. I, I, <laughs> st- I love the flavor of it, like where it's like this semi-like religious. It, it's a cult. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. and it's, it's cool as a flavor thing. Yeah. But I still don't think... Even with like, oh, I'm going to get these people, the amount of effort that they have to put in when all they have to do is basically like whoop with their mouth, it seems like way but, more effort than they okay. need to when they're breeding an but army You can't be everywhere so at once. And words but and it, ideas spread infinitely faster yeah. and <sighs> wider than people. And but the, I love the idea of like entire systems taken over with this cult growing that started on one planet from a gene cell infestation and the infestation hasn't left the planet yet yeah but the idea of this cult has popped up yeah, churches totally. all over the sector again i love the flavor of it i still don't i, I just think it's so much effort to try and convince people come when, to my cult of the forearmed emperor this sunday yeah. and we'll change your mind <laughs> um i see what you're saying it's a lot of extra effort it is but uh the the it creates such a good thing because then even that cult might start wars with other religions sure. and the whole thing destabilizes everything. And, Again, I love yeah. the flavor of it. So then I what, get why they did so it as a story say, point. I just don't like it and then we'll tell you another fact. Sure. You say, I, I like the flavor of it. We'll go back. That's what we're going to do. Real. <laughs> the, we never went on the moon. Okay, but that's 
flat but Earth actually, is a real thing because who's ever actually seen the Earth? Three hundred is historically Three hundred is historically accurate. That's the list. <laughs> Vaccines cause autism. <laughs> I can read. <laughs> Mark, don't be outlandish. <laughs> At least I'm saying things that are plausible. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, Fort Knox has no gold in it anymore. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> so back to the religion. Um, it, it's also not entirely clear how how much they push it. There, there are some cults that definitely push it more. Others don't. Um, the gene stealers are think, highly yeah. intelligent and they might go onto a planet who the planet for thousands of years they're have atheists. they're atheists like so then they're not gonna they're not gonna try to push this religion yes. on things that of course you wouldn't so. you wouldn't need to incorporate it unless yeah. to them unless to them it's just the agency of the brood mind yeah right it could it could also be seen that in order for the brood mind to work like you have to view the patriarch as a deity like you never sure. like it's an alien sure. race and I don't know and it, it's it's a cool aspect of it but it's not fully explained. Sure, and even I'm, I'm sure they could the do power. some hand waving. Yeah, well, and make it <laughs> no, like it just, this it, is how it works. It works because of this yeah, is why. Of course, and I'm gonna make it that Advanced way. Biogenetics. I'm not saying that if you believe in it, it makes it work. I am saying that it's easier to listen to someone when you believe they're a deity. Okay, and your mind is more acceptance to a suppression, and to obey them. 100% sure. if you believe that they're a god. Or like yeah. there's like this natural spirituality to humans and in order to tap into that somehow they need to. Like I'm right. sure you could explain it somehow. Yeah. And I don't yeah. mind those explanations either. Sure. Like, humans just, as a species are spiritual. Like they're always searching for something that's outside of the realm of reality. Right? Regardless of if you think it's healing crystals or what. Healing crystals in the vagina. <laughs> you Have you, you heard of those man. before? It's so weird. Yeah, this little... Oh, I try that all the time. But in your vagina. Hey. Yeah. It's man Yeah. Hey. To each his own, I guess. Listen. Don't touch men me. Men can have a giant. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. 2018, you bigot. Okay. <laughs> you fucking bigot, Let's Eric. Let's talk about Gene Stealer. fucking bigot. So, we've talked about... <laughs> we've talked about Gene Stealers. We've talked about... How, what happens when they go on a planet? We've talked about how it takes them generations to raise up this cult, this army. Um, obviously, they create an army that can go to war, overthrow planets, even star systems. Yeah. But what is the whole purpose of any of this? It's perfect. It's simple. It's just a big sex cult. <laughs> Planet-wide orgies. Planet-wide orgies. Ooh. That is the ultimate Tongue goal of that the James cultist. Like, man... Guess the Tyranids are gone. What am I going to do? Why do you... Wild Eric, you sex. said it yourself. Why do you think they have so many arms? It's so they can grab more dicks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, now I kind of don't want to continue. Next. Next. <laughs> no, the purpose of the Gene Seal cult, the reason why they do this, the reason why they grow an army, the, the reason why they take over governments and destabilize entire star systems is all for one reason. Food, glorious food. Cause, exactly, because let's not forget they are tyranids. They're after. tyranids. Yeah. They're tyranids, and the whole point of tyranids is to consume biomass. So they infect this entire population just to get it ready for when the tyranid invasion does come. That the entire planet will already belong to the tyranids, yeah. and the tyranids won't have to spend biomass to get this planet. So we purposefully missed over a very important function of the patriarch. 
Yes. And his psychic power as it grows when the broodmind grows. When he gets sufficiently powerful, the Magus owns all the people in politics. The Primus is born and training his army. Yeah. Um, the people are ready. The, the metamorphs are starting to, or maybe even not before metamorphs. The, the psychic power of the patriarch will grow so powerful that he will start shining like a beacon in the warp. Like and a this, bright star. Like, a bright like star. my brother. Which, Grant, just okay, to be clear. Yeah. A bright star. <laughs> shining a, in the night. Shining in the drawing night. Drawing you ever onward. <clears throat> and like a moth to flame. We come. <laughs> so this beacon that the patriarch sets off um, shines for the high fleet. And yeah. this high fleet is drawn to it because it's a signal that this area is ready for us to feed. And that is the whole purpose of a gene stealer cult. And <laughs> that is wild. All of this. All of this for that. For lunch. Yeah. And, and what's really wild too is no no one in the cult knows this. And, and it's spec me and Eric were speculating if even the, the patriarch knows this. Yeah. Um, the, the, so the Mark was like, well, there, he's a tyranid. So, he was originally born on a Tyranid hive exactly. ship. Exactly. He, he's very intelligent. He yeah. understands how like the Tyranids work and everything. But in the Codex, it, it does say that even the Patriarch isn't fully aware of what is going to happen to his army. Yeah. So, right, because, Interesting. And that's crazy to me is he's creating this thing on his instinct and his DNA. And he's just following his like genetic orders. And then... He's setting off this beacon, and he's like, welcome, my family. And his family's like, move nom, nom, aside. Nom, 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 nom. It's time to eat. Yeah. Right? And then all his people, his children that he's been having for 100 years maybe yeah, are now just another thing to be consumed by the fleet. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's ever specifically stated what happens to all these cultists when the fleet comes. We know they get eaten. Yes. That's a fact. 100%. That's a fact. We don't survive that. But we're not sure if, like, then the Broodlord, like... Did they just bend over and take it, too? Exactly. exactly. That's what we're not sure about. And if anyone's ever come across a story about that, I'd uh, love to hear it. I, well, that'd be I so I would cool. like both. I would love to hear of gene sealer cultists that are throwing themselves into the, the acid pools yeah. to be digested. Like, and, this is your portal to the afterlife. Exactly, yeah. Like, the Magus is telling everyone, like, this is how you will meet our god and, yeah. and everything. The four-armed emperor is here. Exactly. Yeah. Go into the pools and be born anew or something, right? Yeah. But I would also love to see these... Gene cultists that are like think they're fighting with these tyranids that they believe are angels, and then all of a sudden the tyranids just start eating them. So, or even if like, and they have to what fight if a gene stealer's like, well, what if I don't want my army to get eaten? I don't think a gene stealer happens. Um, there, there's one thing: uh, the gene stealers will go back onto the hive ship and start the process of infestation anew. They don't get digested. Um, nice, but Getting free. Yeah. There is one crazy thing. There is one crazy twist to all of this, too. So it is a cult. It's religion. They go. They jump. They're told, jump into gene stealers or into the digestive pools, and you'll be born anew. And like, we know that when they look at the, the hybrid metamorphs, they hail them as, like, saints. Like, look at these creatures, these holy creatures. They have, like, you know. Whips for hands. Yeah, exactly. And then they, like, they jump into the digestive pool. And then their biomass actually forms new tyranids. Like so, but it doesn't in a, happen like that. They would never see it because the, there's big capillary tubes that draw that. Yes, juice yes, out yes. The ship. Yeah, it's not like then. Then it, it comes up yeah, the other one end. in one. But out. <laughs> it, to some degree, this whole cult actually is 
Um, becoming Tyranids. Becoming Tyranids and is actually like keeping its promises. That's crazy to think it's, about. It's a weird thing. So it is weird. Yeah, when I look at it like that, I think they just it welcomely... How good was the cult, right? How good was the religion? Are you convinced that this is like the what you need to do like yeah it, it's literally a suicide pact at the end of a cult yeah right like is we've, everyone gonna we've drink, seen people drink do that fucking um, kool-aid yeah we've seen that happen a bunch of times so, so we know it's real well that's another function of the cult the religion the need yeah. for it true i i here's a question i had though when i was thinking about this is like we know that there's been different waves of tyranid invasions and the, the gene stealers weren't there and like like mccraig or whatever right that battle, there weren't they, gene stealers, were there? They were. Yeah. Oh, with, were they every single one, or that yeah. were they? Gene stealers were actually the, the first one. You, first thing normally, encountered. gene stealers are always the first thing you encounter, but you can also encounter gene stealers without encountering a gene stealer cult. That's what I meant. Sorry, yes. I, when I said gene stealers, I oh, meant I gene see stealer cults. Yes. Yes. So like, there weren't the cults though. The first not few on McCraig, no, not so, in like, Ultramar. That's what I'm saying. Sorry, I, I should have been more clear. I okay. meant the cult wasn't present in like the first invasions yeah so like well an interesting thing is that we technically don't know if there are not cults out there because gene like tyranids have been in our galaxy for a very long time well that, well that's kind of what i'm thinking though is like is it like there's a, a you could separate between is it like a mutation that they're like evolving to invade the galaxy or is it like a wave thing like first wave was just a like a probing attack and then is this now the wave two and then you could say, oh, now then there's going to be wave right. three, which will have some other thing. They, yeah, they send and their each one their, has a specific purpose. They send yeah, their first like, wave in is this it's just the gene stealer wave kind of thing? Yeah, the gene stealer cult wave. Sorry, maybe hmm. this is where they're just trying to like, all right, pull our forces back. We don't need to expend a lot of energy. Just send the infection out first. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, potentially. Yeah, because like, I mean, that would be the best way to do it. Yeah, and if you can afford to wait, <laughs> what you can. If you're traveling the vast expanse of the void, you have scout ships that are ahead of you, whatever. But um, I, we kind of did say it like Gene Steelers were actually the very first Tyranid creature, Tyranid creature encountered and documented. Uh, there's been a couple other cases that of like Emigarl or something, right? Yeah, the Emigarl Emigarl Gene Steelers or whatever. But there's been a couple other uh, suppose of encounters. Like there's some like sea creature that they thought was a gene stealer. But these are the they first found like true... a bio ship back in like 30k or something yeah. that they think is Tyranid. But these are the very first confirmed one, and they've right. been in the galaxy for hundreds of years before the actual Tyranid fleet made its presence known. Sure. So then so, it's but like, the thing are is, like, there cultists everywhere that we just don't know about? Yeah. Well, it seems though like the first invasions though didn't have the cults. It that, does seem like so. That, depending on the planet, like there are ways to stop the cult. Like on a space marine chapter world, yeah, the cult isn't going to survive. Yeah, because there's psychers there. There's just there's enough of a strength that if an uprising does happen, they can quash it pretty easily. Um, they're but really they're, good they're, at ferreting out um, corruption in Xenos. That I I'm pretty sure. I'm trying to remember if it was the first Tyrannic War or the second one, but there was this huge cult battle that did happen, and it was a major. Uh, I just thought that was the second. It wasn't in the first one. Yeah, it was probably because it was the second, second one yeah. when there was all that those weird it, It's just possible that Gene Steelers just didn't make it to that planet because the Gene sure. Steelers like, like they, the Tyranid fleet goes straight, right? But if a Gene Steeler didn't go straight and he hopped on a ship and that ship went all the way to the opposite end of the galaxy, sure. like, it's possible that it they just never landed on the crate. Yeah, sure. It's possible they just skipped something or yeah, Gene like, Steeler just. 
Maybe there's one they, in hibernation. They, you never know. I, yeah. I just don't. I don't. I want to hold their. I want to hold their like the story's feet to the fire a little bit about it. I don't want them to just like, like retcon. Oh yeah, there were, were cults in the, all <laughs> over the place. I don't like that. Mm. If they're gonna do it, it should be like. Well, okay. The reason why I'm not that I wouldn't be that upset if that was the case is so there's such large expanses of the galaxy that are uncharted. Sure. Oh, still. So you. It could have happened somewhere, yeah, like, and they don't know. Like there's sure. Tyranids, yeah. there, there's Necron everywhere throughout the galaxy, but we just haven't met them because we don't go to those places. Sure. Right. So there well, could be cultists I, everywhere. Yeah, but there, there's we do have like a specific by generation five, they look a certain way. So there is a little bit of a time limit on how long they can stay in there. Stay hidden. Exactly. At some so, point, they are going to reach critical mass, and they will take over. So, the like planet. after five generations, you can't you can't like expect that they're still. No, they could still stay hidden though, because like more pure strength. It's just as you grow, the chances of being caught increases. Okay, but and like it's exponential growth, so the chances so, increase by a lot. But, so, like the McCraig thing, that was like how many hundreds of years honestly, ago? Honestly, I don't know anything how could, about the Tyrannic War. Sure, but I just from what I've looked into it, they couldn't have. It doesn't seem likely that the, if the five generations you're starting to get pure gene, uh, pure gene stealers again. Yeah, you couldn't be. It couldn't be like six hundred years ago, and they're still just like the secret. Yeah, yeah. They seem to have like a very like, fairly like consistent. But like, let's say you only infect one person. Or, or four <laughs> but, people. But that doesn't follow the, like, the pattern that you're describing here. If the brute is here. sufficiently powerful enough, it can overpower. So he's just decided he's going to not do what he's supposed Maybe he's to? he's just doing it so much more slowly than he normally would. Because as his intelligence, he determines, like, I can't make as big of a change. This needs to happen over centuries so as a, opposed to decades. There's a, a gene stealer on, they are on Terra and he's just doing one guy at a there, time. There actually has 50. been a gene stealer cult on Terra. Well, okay. Then there, <laughs> there's some hidden place. There's a chapter world somewhere and he's oh, no, just doing been one, one at a time. Too. He's doing one at a time, so it's <laughs> all slow. I, all I'm saying is that this is how humans have normally observed sure. it working. But the reality is, it's an alien race, and it can do whatever the hell it pleases. And we would just be Fair like, enough. oh boy. Fair <laughs> enough. I, I just like it when just it's to, uh, the way the story does it, instead of, it just could be anything. <laughs> I don't like that openness. I like it a little it bit fe- more close. It's fear. It's terror, okay? <laughs> terror. I don't want them to be allowed to do How that. How am I supposed to know if my neighbor is a gene stealer cultist? <laughs> just kill him anyway. Yeah, yeah exactly. Save yourself. <laughs> So that's the purpose of gene stealers. It's fucking crazy. All that work just so the Tyranids, when they encounter the planet, they have the least resistance. So cool. So very 40K. Yeah. Terrifying. <laughs> terrifying. <laughs> Absolutely terrifying. Um, let's, do, <laughs> let's do a couple, um, couple other things. We haven't really done this in a long time, but we're just going to ask a couple questions and then we're, we're going to want some answers. But this is questions that Mark and I thought of. So the first thing we're going to just discuss is the new models. James, have you seen them? Oh, I'm all up in that. They're so good. Right? Okay. I love them. So if you haven't checked out the new models yet, go check them out. There are uh, there's Gene Stealer models. There's a Slanesh Marine model. There's Calgar um, with his Honor Guard. Those I think it's guys. just, isn't it a Chaos 
chaos character. Well, there's one with a guitar. Yeah. There's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The noise. But there's also one with a jump pack and like a glaive. It looks yeah. like. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously awesome. There's even a new Titan. Yeah. There is. There is a new Titan, and that thing's pretty wild. It's a good time. Yeah. But the new models uh, for the Gene Stealers are awesome. They're, They're super cool. cool. Uh, the ATV, the yes. bikes. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I like. I love the one where he's like on the bike, but the bike is stopped. His foot's down, and he's got his rifle across it. And, oh, like yeah. he was riding and ripped it. And great models. It, oh, terrible so people. Cool. <laughs> so, no, the the model the model line for the Gene Stealers that just came out is is quite like yeah. oh, I, it's over the what's that planet. Uh, Vigilus. Vigilus, yeah, the Vigilus weekend I think was yeah, yeah. That's just this weekend when we're filming it, so or yeah. doing this. So, uh, my favorite model in the new range is that uh, three-armed gunsling- gunslinger guy. Just <laughs> what's better than dual wielding pistols? Try triple wielding. Yeah, but, uh, it is. They, I I really like them. I've always liked Gene Sailor called this models, but yeah, these are, it's just it's a really cool addition to add like bikes into them. In typical salty Mark fashion, we talking about. We're gonna do this right now. <laughs> do what? Calgar? No, no, no. Oh. Um. What's your salt, Mark? I got some salt there, so uh, <laughs> we can do that later. We'll, we'll but get we'll there. keep it in the theme of the Gene Sealer. All right. So, and this kind of ties into we kept throughout the episode referring to them as the host species, with purpose. With purpose, because Gene Sealers will literally infect any race. They'll infect orcs. They will infect Eldar. Like back in They'll the 90s. Osirian Cybrids. Exactly. Any race. They'll they will affect, affect it. Rock Ghoul. Yeah. Um, Tau. So that brings me to. Rattlings. My salt about the Squats. Gene Stealer cultists. Those are all. Eldar. Dark Eldar. <laughs> Eric's mom. Eric's mom Necron. is definitely infected. <laughs> oh. She's got. The, she doesn't look. She got full blown AIDS, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, my, my problem with it is. The the mo- I don't like the model. I love the way the model line is. I don't like the model line because they take gene sealer humans and that's what you think they are. But really, that's one cult. Not every gene stealer is a miner. Not every gene stealer has these motorbikes. Not every gene stealer has access to Goliath trucks and exactly. Lehman Russes. And this weirdly specific ribbed armor that you yeah. don't see anywhere else. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. The models is sweet. They're awesome. And, and I love that for a specific gene stealer cult. Yes. Well, they should almost do it like kind of how they approach orcs where you could kind of just take things from other lines and yeah. make them into a... So, so it's hard to do that well, though, I think. So here's what I would have done releasing Gene to the cultist. Tell, tell us, Mark, what would you have done? And as what I CEO? thought would have been better. You still release those model lines, but I don't think the Gene Seal cultists should have had their own individual codex. I, I you don't. Think it should have been a part of. The I tyranid? think it should have been a part of the Tyranid as one unit, in the Tyranid codex. And this stat line, you depending on, it's one stat line. But like, let's say you're like, okay, I'm gonna make orc Gene Sealers. Now you give you pay one extra point, you get one extra toughness. It's pretty simple. Like it's not overly complicated. And then people ask you how you're doing, and you have to say you're fine. But you're not fine, and they'll never understand. <laughs> like, it hurts just me gene, so much when you say that. Mark. Gene Steel cultists. It's like the models are sweet, but that's one cult. 
Like, that is not a true representation of what gene stealer cults are. Interesting point. It's such a limited scope. The majority of gene stealer cultists have been known to be human. And that's only because the human is the most prolific race in the galaxy. Well, you could could also argue that these are the vigilous specific cults. And I'm okay with that. Like, but what's going to happen when their codex is released? They're going to come out with five or six different cult rules. And... They all fucking look the exact same. Yeah, the armor is the exact same. It's just even though they're on different, different parts of the galaxy, and yeah. they all are the miners. Armor, the armor and the mining like feel to it is really what it's like. Yeah, like, like I I get why they do of it. Course. Like obviously they can't make orc gene stewards, but just imagine an entire range of orc gene stewards, yeah. an entire range for one very specific army. Yeah, well, but, I I think they could do the the, the whole where you can grab things from different. Codexes, yes. and then you can give them generic rules, but then just you could say, okay, I'm gonna take a Lehman Russ, or I'm gonna take a, a like a Death Core from Krieg kind of thing, and then just gene stealer it up if you want. Yeah, yeah, that's it's a like, possibility. But and, and I even think I would like to see that. I would love to see not, it that's fully not fleshed for up. the first person, like. As someone who wants to get into it, and they're like, oh, sweet, Gene Sir called this. That is yeah. not for a beginner at all. That's for someone yeah. who's had a couple armies. They know their different kits. They know how to bash them together. They're familiar yeah. working with green stuff. Yeah, sure. and ultimately, that's why they've done what they've well, done. But like, uh, to be fair, you can't expect them to be like, okay, I'm going to release uh, no. uh, a beginner's kit that is going to be representative of how this the whole species works as a whole. Which is what Mark's disappointed in is that it doesn't exist. And he not, yeah. he knows why it's not there. Yeah. He's just it would have been so much cooler. Like I, I would have yeah, I would have loved if there was just in the Tyranid Codex there's a unit called Gene Stealer Cultist. They still released a Gene Stealer Cultist human like what they did, they still released like half those models. But then they also say, look, be creative. Go buy an orc. Go buy kit bash stuff. I've seen some amazing kit bash stuff. So for the new person, like in all their books and stuff, they show that gene stealer cultist, like their models. But then they clarify because they don't even really clarify in the book that there's other types of. They do. They they do, it's but like, like they very don't. Minimal. Like there's not a single picture lines. of it. Exactly. No. Like and to me, like that there's not that many. There's probably more. There's more human. There's definitely the most human, but if you took every other race and combined all of them, humans are no longer the most. Like, like if humans have fifty one percent of all genes, to, or fifty percent, the other never mind math. Fuck it, forty nine. Just all I'm saying is there's is, more orcs, but the yeah. reason that there's less orc cults is that orcs are most likely just to fight everything and kill them. So the the yeah, cults no. don't have time to thrive. Yeah, but like so the like of like. Like and humans being the next most populous race in the galaxy. Yeah. Right. They are just have the biggest opportunity. No, and, I know, but if you combine every other race, like, right, humans don't make up the majority. It, that's what I'm trying right. to say. Yeah, they don't it's make a, up the majority. It's a minority. Majority minority. It's the highest minority. <laughs> what do you call that? Jordan, you're a politics guy. What do you call that? <laughs> a majority minority. No, when when like when you have thirty different things and one of them makes up forty percent, so it is the largest, but it's not the majority. Uh, it's just a disparity, I guess. Okay, well, I'm not talking about wages. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all I'm saying is I would like I would I would like to see Games Workshop intentionally trying to push people into making these different Xenos. Like I don't expect them to come out with other Gene Seal cult kits for Xenos. Like I don't expect that. 
but it would be nice to see them push that further they did release like pretty recently one book where an eldar craft world is infected by gene stealer cultists and like there's a whole avatar of kane that is actually a gene stealer that's sweet yeah and like it's an avatar of like it literally just opens up your mind to a thousand new story arcs and like it just doesn't seem like in the codex there's one throw throwaway line and then everyone thinks oh these these motorbike guys are sweet and yes they are sweet but that is on one planet yeah that's, a single planet, like, which happens to love mining. <laughs> yeah, like, my, my gripe with Tau is that they're not a galactic player. Gene Steelers are not a galactic player, especially that one model line that but they, they should be. But they should they be. They should be more they galactic be. than Tau. Oh, absolutely. That's all. So, once again, I know why they do it. I just wish that they tried to encourage people okay. to do conversion. So, it'd now, be, you, like, it wouldn't make sense to have that Gene Steeler model line fighting a Tau, then, in that case. Because they wouldn't be. Well, in the it same depends place. where Vigilus it's, is. Yeah, I don't know where it is. I don't in think. It, I don't think Vigilus is near Tau. Well, then it I wouldn't make sense story wise to have those people fight Tau. Yeah, and and that's all. Like, so here's kind of a silver lining for that. Yeah. Um. Obviously, I agree more with what you say. I'd love to see. Oh, I would. I still want the we'd codex. All, we'd all love a thousand models. Right. Yes. I still. I still want the separate codex. Sure. But I would love to see other races. But yeah. all this means is when I do see conversions from other people that have like combined gene stealer cultists and gene stealers with other races, I am so impressed. Yeah, and they're and sweet. it is the coolest thing I yeah. have ever seen. And it like it lends itself it's like a it's like a peak to reach. Yeah. Like if you want to try like a real challenging army, model um, a Tau gene stealer cultist army. Yeah. Anyone can make uh, a Necron army. Anyone can make a Primaris army. But <laughs> no you wanna, one should make a Primaris army. Well, no, army, that's but, wretched. And, yeah. But yeah. But, but if, like, you wanna, like, so, if you want to try something that's like really yeah. tough, you've been in the hobby for years, you know. Yeah. You get this crazy thing. People will ask you, like, what on earth is that? I've never seen those models before. Yeah. And you're like, each one of these is a very special conversion yeah. and a kit bash. And, and that's a cool aspect and, of it. And I love that. It definitely it, puts it out of reach. And, and it raises questions, too. So then at the start of every game, you have to go through your entire army and be like, this guy counts as having an auto gun, even though he's wielding a pulse rifle. Yeah. This guy, mm. you know, you have to... So, like, it, it makes a great showcase army, but don't you dare bring that to a tournament. It's not going to be allowed. If, if you can't tell what the conversions are, unless they're just the best painted, like, it's very clear, like... Not, even then, even the guns, then, like, like which guns represent which guns is just what you say, right? So. Yeah, like it, it can be very sketchy. So it, I just would have loved to see Games Workshop. I, I, I get it. Okay, I think I've made my point. I think we've all made our point. Yeah. Fuck it. It's great. The models are great. They are really, really good. Um, but I'm on happy, the top, I'm happy it was that and not more Primaris. <laughs> I mean, obviously they still release Primaris because it's Primaris, but it was nice to see an alien race. Um, let's talk about another thing uh, just on the topic of just different races and stuff too um, there have been some interesting examples of um, gene stealer cults being stopped by the race that they chose Um, commonly among orcs orcs for sure yeah Yeah. that's definitely one of them Um, anything with like a high psychic presence can definitely sense it a little more Um, imperial night worlds are actually known to be pretty gene stealer cult resistant because Eric's giving me a look as if I made this up. There's a cool reason why. Sure. Because tell, when, me, tell me about this plot armor. Because when the, the noble of the house... How thick is it? 
<laughs> no, when the noble of the house interfaces with his knight, the knight is like this advanced machine spirit that like invades your subconscious. So if now all of a sudden it's like a gene stealer, it's like, whoa, hold on. Like the knight is like a sentient AI creature and it can pick up on it. Okay, what if everyone other than the knight is infected? Because there's the, not a lot of knights. Then you got a problem. Yeah, okay. Like, I'm so not it, saying it's, it's immune. To a knight. Yes, I'm not saying the whole planet's immune. I'm just saying that has that is an example Could of... Could you imagine a gene sealer knight? Because they have, like, walkers. Three arms! <laughs> Three arms! Because <laughs> they have, like, walkers, and they yeah. have Lehman Russes and everything, but a knight in yeah. Minnesota. <laughs> and be like, it, wild. And, like, it could happen. Like, what if they made a new knight, and it's... Of course, it's yeah. Spirit- or, they overrode it and yeah it can happen you could make up a Um, reason uh, the same thing goes for titans they have a similar thing where gene stealers when they try to infect the titan the titan realizes and puts a stop to it Um, so the princeps can't be infected same with skatari like they got a lot of like uh, biomechanics and fail safes and lots of genetic testing and improving and like so they they are a little more resilient it can still happen yeah but uh yeah Skatari gene stealers. That's sweet. It would be cool. That's sweet. Um, Another, we kind of joked about it earlier. What if the race already has four arms? Then what? I don't know. Do they have seven (laughs) now? (laughs) I don't got an answer for you. (laughs) Yeah. There's like... What about the hands? When the you, hand race. Right? The, the one <laughs> Do they grow like... Arms on their hands? <laughs> no, and that's such a weird thing to think about. Like, everyone knows... Everyone can picture in their mind pretty easily what a Tau gene stealer would look like. Or an Eldar. Or yeah. a human. Or an orc. Yeah. But what if you get a race that is ridiculous? Like, like remember Rack those slugs? Remember or, those, oh, yeah. The... Yeah, yeah. The slugs uh, that they did everything through dance. And they're colorful. And right. like, yeah. Imagine that being gene stealer. How the hell would that look? Yeah. I have no idea. I can't even begin to think in my mind a how those two things would mix with arms. <laughs> but yeah. right, like, but I'm sure it's a thing. I'm sure it's a thing. So, I just would love to see Games Workshop just expand on that because yeah. it's it it's, definitely allows for like one of well, the, the most. The, the codex is not out yet, so you never know. Oh, this is true. I, no. They're I, definitely going to come out. No, I'm like out no hopes that they release they, seventy boxes. No, they're not going to do that. But they might. Like you never know what they might do codex wise. Sure, yeah. rules wise. Yeah, yeah. They might have some. Well, fun so things. back in the day, um, like I'm talking like third edition through, I think um, fifth, they would actually create profiles that did not have models. Oh, yeah, yeah. But what ended up happening people was a bunch of, yeah, third-party people started, like, making of official, quote-unquote, models just, for it. They made what so, they thought the model should be, and then other people yeah. just accepted it. Yeah. But then Games Workshop discovered that, and now they only release rules for models. So there's no hope now of them coming out, like, with, here's an orc or an Eldar gene stealer, because yeah, there no. is no model for No, it. Uh, the only way I'd see it happening is if, like... You have that orc rule work because orcs used to be able to take Lehman Russes at one point, didn't they? And uh, looted just, like, vehicles, yeah, yeah, looted vehicles. So they might do something like that. So a good way, actually, chapter approved. Chapter approved would be the perfect place because with chapter approved, they are bringing back looted vehicles, even though they don't have models. You mm. can't bring them in matched play, but so, so, oh, so it that just would, allows for another aspect of you on something that's yeah. Games Workshop sanctioned. So that would be the perfect way, I guess, to okay. do it now is to do a chapter approved of some gene seal cults where it's literally just like okay if you're an orc gene seal add plus one to your toughness yeah. you still use all the same war gear because otherwise it can get it a little be messy a little crazy. otherwise yeah it as gets, much as it doesn't work it's you still want some simplicity in your army yeah 
Or, or you literally say, take any codex and you just add oh my Gene Sula rendering claw onto it. Like, yeah. however they, whatever. It would be crazy. We, we could hash this you out could, over a You could literally years. just make it, you can use any codex yeah. rules and just say they're gene stealers. You could do that too. But then you could do that already. Yeah. Well, no. Well, that's oh, what I'm saying. You could do that, yeah. but then they just, maybe they just add a point value to like um, ambush. Which is like one of the big things about Gene yeah. Stealers is the ability to pop up. So they're and like, rending claws. Yeah, exactly. If you want to play arm. as Gene Stealers from any codex, you take any model and you add this many points to it to give it access to these two things. Exactly. Like that oh would my pre- gosh. that would be a great way to do it. And don't make it match play because it wouldn't probably be fair. But no, it'd no, be exactly. Fun. It'd yeah. be fun. Exactly. You could do so, some yeah. narrative crap. Yeah, that would be really sweet. Yeah. So I I think that kind of covers where, where racial uh, inclusivity. Oh yeah. Um like be creative man like there's so many wild ones out there wild conversions yeah um, they're really sweet they're on it's probably the better side of conversions like yeah. i like those conversions better than i like space marine conversions yeah um boring yeah okay let's i got we have we got a little bit more time and we've got a couple more things we want to get through so one of them is so let's say this gene serial cult has been growing on the planet and we kind of already talked about what happens when they come. Yeah. And, you know, there's the two options. Well, do you jump into the pool and give yourself to the four-armed emperor god? Or do you fight back and be forced into the pool? Because <laughs> you're still losing your life either way. But what happens if the Tyranids don't ever come? That's sad. Of course, you've lost a friend. You've lost You've lost family. Family. <laughs> family, even. <laughs> but what happens when... The um, they reach critical mass, and the patriarch determines, like, okay, it's time to take over the planet. Like, his beacon goes off, yeah, and they take over the planet, and they have it. No one shows up. So, I would put it into two categories um, if they're an interplanetary planet, or if the interplanetary, like they have space access, airplanes, space faring, space faring, interplanetary. Would that not be how would you race, say that? Interplanetary race host no 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 like if that planet has spaceships yeah. on it right if it can so go to other planets had spaceships yeah so if the hosts were spacefaring yes yeah. then it's pretty simple then they just go to the nearest planets and uh do you start think they taking ab- over them okay do they abandon the planet the first one no because you still need those resources and stuff to uh you can take them on the new planet no, but you still need to hold that planet, like yeah, for the for yeah, the, and yeah, like for let's. I mean, I agree because like, eventually you will reach a planet that resists. So then you have this whole empire to go take the next planet, right? So this is no longer a cult. It's still a cult. This that is a this cult is a, empire. A system, yeah, of genes or cultists that are traveling <laughs> from planet to planet, proselytizing. <laughs> prostatize yeah with their prostates mm. yes Ooh. <laughs> and spreading the word of their cult of the four-armed emperor yeah. and it's resist or be enveloped in our fold yeah and, and right that's that's most likely what's going to happen like and that's pretty straightforward that's what's going to happen to me straightforward he says terrifying i say yeah to me the more interesting question is what if the tyranids don't come and what if that planet does not have access to the ability to leave their planet? Yeah, what if it was a backward backward farm world? Yeah. Where they're stuck in the Middle Ages? Yeah. Because um, the gene stealers, like, sure, they're intelligent, but they don't know how space physics work. Yeah. They can't build jet engines. Yeah. Because even NIDS 
don't do no. that. So they have to grow them. To me, that's a more interesting question because then the whole point of it is um, to create the planet ready for when the Tyranids come to get the most biomass for the least amount of cost. So if that cult continues to live on that planet for thousands of years, they're using up the resources of the planet, which kind of goes against their whole point. Well, you said they could go dormant, though. Couldn't, like, a cult well, go dormant? gene stealers could. Like, full gene stealers, yeah. A but the rest, strain. Of, the rest sure, of the but humans. Like, could that, if they take over the planet, could they just, the gene stealers all go dormant and the they don't need the they don't need the cultists anymore. You think they just kill them all? Yeah, like maybe maybe it does a revolt where all the gene seers rise up, kill all the cultists, then they hibernate, and the planet is just left, and it's waiting to be harvested. Yeah. And, and and then if like more people come to the planet to try to colonize it, the gene stealers are still there, and they're just redo the redo the process. Yeah, to try and just get it all over with again. But I don't know. Yeah, we don't know. It's it's always just like eventually the tyrannids come. If if we were put it to a vote, what do you think? Do you think the gene stealers kill the pop kill the cultists once they've captured literally the entire planet? Like once everyone on the planet is a gene stealer. Yeah. Do you think they kill it? I at, do. Yeah. That would make the most I sense. Yeah. Good no. call, Jordan. I'm gonna say no. Just to be the devil's advocate, hey? Just to be the shit lord. Okay. <laughs> I gave you a much nicer name. <laughs> yeah, they they most likely would. It, just, it makes the most sense. Yeah. For them because right. the like and even you could say like oh no but then the bodies decompose and the it's in the air tyranids even suck dry atmospheres so yeah. literally as long as it's there they will consume it yeah um any other little things i don't think so listener questions real quick i've got those yeah okay i All think right. most of them we pretty much answered but woodrow asks has there ever been gene stealers of another race such as orc gene stealers yes and even like they've had models for it they've had uh official games workshop orc models and i believe they actually look a lot like orcs (laughs) well they are i know but more like orcs than like gene stealers Mm. maybe they're fourth generation yeah who knows (laughs) um and i believe there have been uh an eldar model as well i'm pretty sure official pretty sure Interesting. Pretty sure. Don't quote me on that one, though. I'm going to now. Okay, perfect. Uh, Jeffrey asks, are there joggers or khaki stealer cults as well? If so, I'd like them to con- to kindly return my pants to me. <laughs> You'd fit right in on this podcast. <laughs> That's for sure. With the ability to not read. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> this was about gene stealers. And not, not joggers Denim stealers. jeans stealers. Right. Yes. Oh, I get it now. Oh my God, did you not he get said it? joggers. Christian or- messaged me the other day. He's like, I just listened to your orc episode. Is Eric really that fucking dumb that he didn't know why? All right, let's war? let's hash this out over I this right it. now because it's a place where he can't. I loved it. I enjoyed fuck. it. So here we go. <laughs> if you read a word, never have. Right, of course. Can't relate. Let's say the word a a a a a g h. Okay. Or let's just say u g h because they're very similar. How do you say that? Ooge. Sure. Ooge. How do you say it, Mark? I can't, man. Jordan, how would you say it? A-G-H? U-G-H. Oh, yeah. Ugh. Okay, how would you say A-G-H? Ah. How would you say A-G-H, Mark? I'm past, that's past my... James, how would three. you say A-G-H? Say it in the mic. Ah? Uh? Okay, how would you say W-A-G-H? We're getting there, Mark, don't worry. <laughs> W-A-G-H. Duh. <laughs> okay, James. Waj. All right. Where the fuck do you get war out of that? 
I don't know any <laughs> British friends. I don't listen to podcasts. I don't listen to audiobooks. I've literally never heard a British accent say the word wah before. Is it so He's hard pissed. to think? He's fucking pissed. Well, he made me seem like I'm a fucking inbred for thinking that it was Which just you a, are, but for thinking it was just a war cry as opposed to them yelling war. It never it was just like, sure, it's, they're fucking aliens. They just yell wah and it's a war cry. It is what it is. And then Dylan said it, and I was like, oh my god, it's war. But if you've never heard it said out loud, if you don't creep Reddit threads by the wow. thousand like Christian does. Oh, I guess a, that makes sense now that you say it, but like, I wouldn't have put that together. If, if you I see, speak English like a North American, right. not like some cockney. So, it's, so. it's so like, is he so dumb that it's impossible for him to logic that out himself? Use your fucking brain, Christian. <laughs> Don't yell. God. This is a family-friendly podcast. No, I didn't no. even answer. So he said that in, in our group chat. Like, he texted us and was like, oh, Eric, did you just realize it's war? And I didn't even answer. I was so upset <laughs> at his belittlement of me. Oh, man. So oh, anyways... <clears throat> Let's get on to our other listener. <laughs> what was the question again? Owen said, can you detect gene stealer taint with cats? Like Jonesy from Alien. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I agree. Why not? I like it. I would like to think Gee, that. My cats are always... You know that dog on the on the Rogue Trader model? Mm. That should, they should make a gene stealer dog. Gene stealer sniffing dog? Gene stealer yeah. dog. Gene stealer dog. Trying to uproot society. <laughs> <laughs> One dog fuck at a time. <laughs> One dog litter. Um, Alex says, this episode may get me to finally paint my cult. Awesome. First of all, you should. that should be your first army. <laughs> I'm super excited. Any word on the new vehicles that they've got fluff-wise, or is that going to be covered in a future episode? Fluff-wise, they're just adding to the range. Yeah, like there's there's not the, like a specific reason that they have bikes now. Well, uh, to me, the whole theme is like it's on a mining world, like rugged, rug, rugged terrain yeah. and handsome men, rugged <laughs> men. Well, you could you could rugged. argue that like because they added they added the orc kind of vehicles too, Speed and freaks. Yeah, and then the whole setting of Vigilus is kind of like these field barren fields that everyone's driving across. Yeah, you could you, make and, that and, argument yeah, that that's kind of what it's happening. Sure, sure, and of course. A ATV literally stands for something similar. <laughs> Troy, you can't bring that in here. Yes, I can. It's all terrain, dummy. <laughs> exactly. So that's why those models I, fit in. That would be the fluff. It's I, just, I think it may... Yeah. Well, they, they've established that it's kind of like a, yeah. a world where you need But it to literally could have been like a jungle world, swamp world, and they would have had speeders. Yeah, that exactly. float over it, right? Yeah. It would have been a frozen Whatever. world, and they would have had snowmobiles yeah. or things with tracks. Yeah. All I'm saying is that it, if it's a vehicle, I mean, the vehicle fits the setting yes, exactly. But it doesn't matter what setting it is; yeah. they would have found a vehicle to fit. Sure. And that's, yeah. that's I mean, bikes. Bikes are part it, yeah. of the of the 40k thing. They like bikes. They like There's a bikes. lot of bikes everywhere. There's a lot of bikes in yeah. Calvary. Not so much Calvary anymore. The cross, <laughs> Calvary. What's the <laughs> word? Cal- Cavalry. Calvary. No. Cavalry. Cavalry. <laughs> Pony. Cavalry. Cavalry. <laughs> and then Scott, what he said is, I just love family photos. And he's talking about the photo Mark posted with two humans in a jean stealer. And they like have their arms wrapped around yeah, the exactly. jean stealer. They love him. They love him. Yeah. Leave him alone. 
<laughs> Anyways. That was all the questions? Yeah. That wasn't was, a lot? It wasn't a lot. No. That's what happens when we didn't tell Colin that we were recording today. Oh, my shitty post wasn't good enough? Okay. Well, no. Okay. I mean, it's nothing against you, Mark. You're a great person. Okay. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um, thank you, James, for coming on our episode. It's always a pleasure, guys. James, do we want to rant about Primaris Marines for a bit? <sighs> Can everyone uh, sign off now if they want? And then we oh, got yeah. ten minute rant. Oh, you Primaris? I'm all ready for it. I'm ready. But thank you for coming on, James. Well, thank you. For inviting me it's a lot of fun jeez you sound so like <laughs> yeah i just did this because i fucking had to well you did my wife kicked me out of the house I'm second I call, to go. So. it's I'm not second. that you were second call it's just nathan would it's been. just you weren't first you yeah, weren't primus exactly. i wasn't you the were pri- not you technically you're magus <laughs> at this point i'm secundus thank you <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. all right let's do primaris let's do primaris calgar new primaris lieutenant Oh my god! Well, the new codex obviously coming out pretty quick here. Any day now. Any that, day now. Lieutenant po- codex. We'll get the Primaris Lieutenant Codex. That'll be sweet. That'll I'm be looking awesome. forward to it. I mean, there's almost more Primaris Lieutenant models than there are Gene Stealer, like units. Units, yeah. But there are more Primaris Lieutenant models than there are Harlequin models. Oh yeah. So that's fun. That's wild. <laughs> so that makes life enjoyable. Why? I mean. I get it, but why? It, it would be, I don't. I actually don't get why so there's so many. So many people play yeah. Primaris, but it, like the left, he's like the worst of all the models. Honestly, <laughs> like it doesn't do a lot, and it's kind of expensive. Like yeah. they're not really value. Okay, uh, it would be one thing if they literally came out with a lieutenant model for each of the nine founding chapters. Sure, I could get behind that. Sure, absolutely. But they're well, all you're right. They're all ultramarine. Well, no, no, no. Yeah. Oh my god, they're, they're all ultramarine. There, there's one ultramarine, one blood angel, one dark angel, and. One space wolf. Well, as soon as, if they're painted blue, they're ultramarines. So. Well, well, and then there's there's a whole bunch of other ones. Like there was the special edition one, the 500 store. Yeah, there's so many. Yeah, they and don't need any more. Th- th- we're good. We're good. <laughs> and now they added Calgar. It's the primary. Calgar primary. So much. Yeah. So, I I want it. Like I I my army is my main army is all primaries. Yeah. And I like yeah, the okay, I like the models. The I just don't. Oh, it's awful! It loses every time. I think I've lost six games in a row. Fuck! But um, you gotta play against me. Yeah, I need some Necron win. like pick me up. <laughs> but, Necron pick me well, up. I don't play to win, so <laughs> yes. Uh, well, we've experienced that. Yes. <laughs> the the thing is though that like, Calgar. I want like I want a Primaris hero, but like just Calgar. Like just make a new one. He's already an established character, and the whole oh no, we can just make anybody a Primaris if we want to. It almost killed him, but it didn't. So, <laughs> so, so, so you would have just rather seen a different model. I like a, yeah, new, a different not? hero. Why? Yeah. Why a bring hero? Exactly. Just make a new one. Yeah. Like it's why? been two hundred years for a Primaris Marine to make a name for himself. Yeah. There's no need for them to bring Calgar. He was he he had a pretty cool model already. Yeah. They didn't need to make a new one for him. Isn't There's it, so it's many monopose other... too, isn't it? What's yeah. the problem with that? Every hero's model monopose. But the, I read looks, somebody said that it looks that so much more difficult to alter just because of like his position's weird. For me, yeah. I'm not like a super green stuff sculpting guy, and I yeah. don't know the millions of different kits out there that would fit. A kit well, like even if like you just fashion. move the arms a little bit or like position them so he's running, but you can't with yeah. that one. I I think that's unreasonable of you guys and a Facebook guy to say. Every hero ever has been monopose, and I've never heard anyone ever complain about that once. So what's what's the big deal 
about Calgar being a monopost model when literally every hero character has been that. I wish. I'm trying to think of a character. Th- that there's I, been yeah. the odd one where it's like, oh, uh, Reboot Gilliman, you can put on a head or you can put on a helmet. Sure, fair like, enough. That's not my biggest complaint no, with it, it, honestly. No, it absolutely it's isn't. But I've heard multiple people bring that up and it's like, that's that's a weird thing to complain about. Fair enough. I, yeah. I My honestly biggest complaint is that the whole, just like, we're just going to give him more, we're just going to make him primaris now. Oh, is he taller? Did he grow? Yeah. Two feet? Yeah. Oh, okay. Didn't he? Yeah, he did. he did. Yeah. And that's Not stupid. two feet, but bigger. I think it's like a foot or something, but he's like primaris it's size bigger, now. That's all that matters. It's silly. Yes. I don't like it. The, the, but an the interesting thing now, sexy. but think of this, every single hero at some point now is going to become primaris. Yeah, you're, you're going to get a Dante and a... awesome. It's cool. Because I'm sure the, the models are going to be great. The models are awesome. The sculpts are awesome, but I'd rather them just... If they're going to do that, don't make them actually primaris. Just give them a new model that looks good. Why bother doing this whole... Be- because, because they won't be to scale then. they yeah. just be regular yeah. mini-marines. Yeah. But this also... Uh, I was chatting with... was telling Mark about this the other day. If this is the way that Games Workshop chose to do it, I, like I could see this being a thing. So um, Now they've established that you can take a regular marine and cr- make him primaris. Great. Makes sense to me. Okay. <laughs> but it's been established that it, it's possible now. And I so, approve. So... What? I'm back. They dug me out of the ditch of Primaris, and I am fully on board with Primaris now. What's, <laughs> what is to stop Games Workshop from saying that um, the next edition that they release, 9th edition, which in gameplay is, you know, 300 years from now, that every single Marine has uh, gone for a surgery, if they're still alive, to because at this point now they're at least 500 years old, right? Yeah. And so they're venerated. They're honorable. They're these... Echelons, these pinnacles of. I don't have any more words. But, anyways, so <laughs> all of these amazing Marines now have been turned into Primaris Marines. And so by the time 9th edition comes around, there's no more regular Marines. Like, I could I could see that being like, oh yeah, 8th edition is the edition where you can I play I think they'll both. do it slowly still. I think they'll still do it like an yeah, 8th I don't edition think, or two. I don't think that would be the, the what they'll do, but. I would enjoy that. I would enjoy them saying like, all right, now at this point, like we're done with regular Marines. Everyone who is a Marine has been turned into the better Primaris. And as of ninth edition, the chapters no longer make regular Marines. Sure. Hmm. I would have just rather though, if they're going to do that, just do a slow transition to true scale. These are just Marines. They didn't need to make this a Primaris. They well, that, they that's, that's a completely different argument, yeah, the re- though. Like, the, the they never should have done that to begin with. The reality is it's happened, so sure. you, can't, you can't look back. I know, I know. Forward. I'm just saying it just, it's, if that was their plan, If you want to complain, they find that. a different outlet. Okay. Just kidding. <laughs> okay. That's why we're here. <laughs> My problem with all the Primaris stuff is they write lore, and it's bad. It's just awful. And then they try to fix it, but they end up making it worse. They do something that could have solved all the fucking problems, but then they don't. So here's my issue. Calgar. He's now Primaris. Perfect. Sweet. You can take regular Marines, turn them into Primaris. I wasn't joking when I said, I am now 100% on board with Primaris Marines. Perfect. We no longer have to see the regular Marines. I found it incredibly stupid that you have regular Marines and Primaris Marines. Why the fuck would you use both? You wouldn't. You would not. You would use both because you, you want would, to sell you both model ranges. You would use the old marines until they were gone, and then you would just only ever make primaries. But if you can upgrade them, then 
there's no need to use regular. Uh, as long so, as you have time, you do it. Yeah, and the technology. And it's been 200 years. So all of them should be primaries. It's they should be primaries. Unless, yeah, like you were saying, Eric, like they they're off in a crusade somewhere and they just haven't had they've been away for it's, 200 it's not years. That they, and, ha- they won't turn to primaries. So they just haven't had the opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So you, but could, they will. you could lorically yeah. explain why your guys, oh, they were yeah. off doing sure. something. But let's say 1% is still regular guys. Great. I'm 100% on board with Primaris Marines. My my big things were, I don't think Primaris Marines fit the setting. They advanced the plot. I got over it. Then my next biggest thing was, why are there still so many regular Marines running around? Sure, I get it. They're not just going to kill the regular Marines. Then they say, um, still- regular chapters can make Primaris Marines. Oh, so now, why would they ever need to make regular Marines? Maybe maybe call held the secret of Primaris Marines, and he, he could do it. Right, so it, there's, therefore, a, there's a risk to it, it's dangerous, whatever, for some yeah. reason, he didn't give it out. So then I'm like, okay, so now there really is no re- reason to have regular Marines continue to be made. Then Games Workshop said, the reason why regular Marines are still being made is because they are tactically useful, because Primaris Marines lack the tactical flexibility of regular Marines. In their 500 facts of 500 store openers, this is the fucking line they fed us. <laughs> really? It, it is it's honestly fucking a terrible thing. It's, we, decided, oh, so we decided that the, the squads only serve a single function, and we wrote it that way. Yeah, we could have written it any oh, way we shit, wanted we to. We made a mistake. Instead of changing it, yeah. let's write something else to try and explain this terrible so, idea. They well, have I the can ability. only carry one gun because I'm an intercessor and I can't carry a hammer. Yeah. It's too hard. <laughs> it's, I don't have the training. What is going on? I am on? the elite of the elite, but I don't have the training. What the <laughs> yeah, so that's the issue. They, When they turned Calgar into a Primaris to me, it could have fixed everything. But they are still standing by the fact that these regular Marines exist. And now I'm pissed off again because it's just like, <laughs> you had me. You fucking had me. Yeah. You, you take everything, all those old Marines, all those great legacies, and you turn them into Primaris Marines. I want to see a Grimaldus. Exactly. Primaris. You fucking had me. So, I, I would have bought a Primaris Army. I would have been fucking in it. But the regular Marines still exist. Yeah. And they will continue to still exist forever. I'm they really are still hoping. making kits and molds of new of the old Marines. Yeah. But it's but it is not as much, right? It's not as much, right. but it's still more I'm, than any Xeno faction gets. Well, that's true. That's true. I'm, yeah, yeah. There's my salt for you. They had the chance to fix it, but they fucking just keep trying to. I get it. They're trying to sell their models. I get it. Yeah. But as a guy who likes the lore, it's fucking bad lore. It you, is. It's you, sloppy writing. You and Christian called me out the other day uh, on my Tau army because I made like a Tau super clone. You're like, oh, why would you do that? Blah 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 blah. You it seems like you found a rule that you wanted to use, so you made up lore to fit it. You're completely right, and I should not have done that. Yeah. I but you're did. not ever going to include it in your army. No. Which, and, to me, and, I, I just ignore it now. And to be fair, I am tweaking the lore to make it so it's more reasonable yeah. and whatever. Sure. Because you shouldn't, you shouldn't write lore for it to make money. Because <laughs> if you write good lore, it's going to make you money. I don't know. I'll well, it's say. a story, right? Like, the whole thing about 40K is it's not just a game, right? Because there's lots of just games out there, but the yeah. story is, what, well, like, the story's bigger than the game almost at yeah. this point, so. It, well, and, th- and that definitely doesn't make as much money as the game. No, but it's like, <laughs> my uncle, I was like, he was asking me something about, oh, like, what are you doing? And I was just talking about the hobby, and he's like, oh, I've never even heard of that. I have no idea what it is. And I'm like, oh, there's these books. And he's like, oh, I've read some of those. And so it's like, the hmm. the, the lore yeah, yeah the lore is out there in a way that 
like because he's a sci-fi nerd so he was he was reading the books just for fun and you can get into the lore but if you were reading the lore on some of these things you're like that doesn't what make, the hell is going lore. on here exactly. that makes no sense if you didn't know there was a game attached to it mm-hmm. and, and like he wouldn't right so yeah. he's reading this like why is why is this happening it doesn't make yeah. sense to me why can't a marine carry a different weapon and and why t- can't he enter that vehicle <laughs> yeah i'm too tall i can't I can't yeah. squat. And to be fair, I've probably met or talked to more people who knew about 40K from a non-model point of view. From a, a book. From a book, from a video game especially. Mm. Um, I probably, yeah, like, even their shitty movie. Oh my gosh, that <laughs> like, movie's so bad. Yeah. So oh my gosh. All I'm saying I'm is... I'm going to go home and watch it. <laughs> all I'm saying is they had a chance to fix it. They didn't because they're greedy and we should punish them. <laughs> yeah. Let's be okay, real. You're Mark. not going to punish them. <laughs> Out of everyone at this table, you are the one most likely to spend money. On not on Primaris, and I will never buy a Primaris screen no. ever. Oh. I vow that. I, I I've will. bought enough for both of us. <laughs> at some point. When they start releasing, like, really good Blood Angel stuff for them. <sighs> yeah. If no, they sorry, release, not Blood Angel. Dark Angel. What if they release Blood Angel stuff, gross. like... Death Company, I'd probably get Primaris Death Company. Oh, but uh, the Primaris cool. Marines, they don't suffer from those defects. So good luck seeing Primaris Wolfing. Good luck seeing Primaris uh, I can't Death reach Company. My put my finger on your mouth. Because <laughs> fuck Primaris. <laughs> Let's leave it at that. A solid happy fuck Primaris. Everybody, one, two, three. Yeah. Fuck Primaris. Yeah. <laughs> well, the okay, fact that they don't get switch. taken by the Black Rage. Yeah. Oh, like that, that was so salamanders. Do they have black skin and red eyes? No, because that's technically a defect. It's a mutation. Like, yeah. okay, so great, thank you. Yeah, thank I, you for your shitty lore. It definitely <laughs> removes some flavor, and I can get over that, right? I'd be like, all right, it's a brand new wave, but then the old wave needs to die because yeah. you would never. Because the Primaris gene, like, is the old? I have a question. Yeah, is the old Ultramarine um, gene seed? Uh, and the new ultramarine gene seed, which is more corrupt? The old ultramarine gene so seed. So why yeah, would yeah. you but ever use the old one as opposed to an uncorrupt if you had it available? So, well, can they use the new the new gene seed to make... You mean the old gene the, seed to make no, new ones? No, can they use the new gene seed to make old marines? Yes, because the... the the gene seed Which means is you could have two an... types of things. There's oh. the gene seed that... Inc- you got to be very clear when you're talking gene sure, seed. Sure. There's gene seed that is the two organs that allow the genetic uh, like seed to be spread on. And then there's gene seed that encompasses all the organs. The, like the 18 organs. Like the ability to the spit acid is gene seed. It's not right? a specific organ, right? It's like written in that. No, it is an organ, but it is also gene seed. Gene seed encompasses all 18 of those organs, or 21 or whatever, for primary. But it's not like that sack. No, but then there's a specific organ as well called the gene seed. So you could take that specific organ of the genetic template of the space marine from a primaris marine and put it into a marine and raise them up to be only a regular marine, and you just give them the 18 gene seed upgrades. You don't give them the additional three. Right. And now okay. he is a Correct. regular yes. marine. Right, and you can take an old marine so the, and give him and the three with, different organs, and give him the new three organs, and turn an old marine into yeah. a primaris. So marine. then you that's, would have then you would have black primaris marines as salamanders. 
Because it wouldn't fix their gene seed. It's just adding in those the muscle, the bone, and the whatever it is. It I know potentially that would there be, are yeah. like so then GW- you would have Primaris blood angels that actually suffer from the black rage. Potentially, there are GW like fo- like depictions, and they do depict the salamanders as black. Oh yeah, like I know, but that's skin. because I don't they know don't if they're know just their own lore. They're just dicking around. They fucking with you. mess with their lore so much, <laughs> and like. They don't fucking talk to each other. Side and note, we can end on a happier note. Okay, yeah, sure. Because the noise marine is 10 out of 10 hilarious. Oh, it's awesome. <laughs> it is so good. That's did exactly you, what you'd want from a noise yes. did, did you guys watch watch the release video for that? No, no I didn't. Oh, okay. oh yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah I did. It's so yeah. good. It's basically like uh, Duncan and Peachy <laughs> in a garage, and they're wearing like all the glam makeup, and they're playing guitar. And then they like lower in like their guitar soloist, and it's that model. <laughs> it's, it's pretty, it's pretty great. great. That's that model was because it looks exactly like the old one just good (laughs) (laughs) yeah just not from the 19 whatever um i got one more funny story (laughs) one more put it on it's a video (laughs) and it's a video for the release of calgar and it made me lose my mind because this is the last thing then we'll end it and we might even cut it here depending on how outlandish i get but the video was basically it was a snapshot of a guy and he's like I fought Amkar and defeated him and banished him to the warp. Then it flashed to another guy, and he's like, I saved the 500 worlds, blah, blah, blah. And they were listing the deeds of Calgar, and they did like three or four guys, and then they did this woman. And she's like, I fought against the orc hordes for 500 days! <laughs> and it threw me out of the loop. Okay. Cause I'm was waiting like, for the punchline. Because it was just like, it was just some random chick and then I'm like, okay, whatever, no big deal. Then they, at the end, they like show the model and then they go back to all the people and they're like, I am Arrhenius Calgar. I am Arrhenius Calgar. Then it goes to the chick and she's like, I am Arrhenius Calgar. She, she says it completely different than everyone else. Like, yeah. I can say the name better. That's saying something. Sure. And it just made me think, did they just get some random chick who doesn't know anything about Warhammer to say this just well, for inclusivity? Hold on. inclusivity? Was this an official video? Yes. Oh, <laughs> I thought it was a joke video. No. <laughs> I was waiting for the punchline. No. And it was just like, did they... She says it wrong? Oh. She, not wrong, just different. Oh. But like, literally when you see here, all five guys say it the exact same way. Yeah. And then this one says it completely different. And it's just like, <laughs> do you even Warhammer, bro? <laughs> That's all. Yeah, they just got to do their affirmative action. Of course. Yeah. It's yes. like a and marketing that's what thing. I thought, it is, and yeah, I it's 100% like, of marketing. Fuck yeah. that. <laughs> that's dumb. Yeah. I have yet to meet a female who plays Sucks. Warhammer. I would love to meet a female. I would love to meet a female. To, I would love to even talk to, a, talk to a woman in general. <laughs> you know, that would be just delightful. There are but, some. There's like, I saw a channel on YouTube. It's like this guy and his girlfriend who play. Oh, yeah. And there, I, on the, oh, on no, the, on the Reddit. Out there. Oh, yeah. The Reddit, just, I've never not, met one. There's but just not nearly as many as there are many. My yes. wife makes no, a lot of fun of me for playing this game. <laughs> well, of course. Yeah, it was just, it just, it was just so funny <laughs> when she said it differently. To hear some people tell it, you would think that the reason that there's that disproportionate is because it's my fault. Yeah, because oh, you're a straight white male and right, you, yeah. uh, and I actively you're not, oppress females from joining the boys club. That yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I do. I, I oh, don't like grills, of course. <laughs> and I get nervous around the grills. But you know, <laughs> does uh, do you get made fun of as well from my girlfriend? Yeah, um, I, probably relentlessly. In probably relentlessly. in private. I bet to all her friends, she's like this fucking loser. She does. It, my wife does it to my face. <laughs> she makes fun of me. She's like, oh, "Are you gonna go play with your dolls?" <laughs> That's nice. That's child. You get (laughs) (laughs) they're they're action figures. Okay, they can move. No, they can't. I mean, I guess yours can. 
Uh, anyways, let's end it on that. That's, a, that's, <laughs> that's like a, a solid 40 minutes beyond our episode. <laughs> of just nonsense, because yeah. none of it was important. No. None of it needed to be said. No, none of it. I um, feel like you needed to say what you said. Yeah. You could have just as easily well, done I, it in a text, though. No, I got a bunch of messages from people saying, like, oh, what do you think? Like, so I didn't want to have to oh, literally obviously. start a thousand conversations with different people asking me what I thought about it. But you're going to do it anyway. Oh, yeah. You already, I already did it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, anyways, thanks for listening, guys. That was our episode on Gene Steeler cultists and the cults. Support the patriarchy. Um, <laughs> Mark meant to say support Patreon. Oh, <laughs> That's yes. what he meant to say. Yes, sorry. Anyways. Um, hey, we are an affirmative action podcast. Yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, obviously, Christmas is coming up, so... Jeez, can you imagine that? It's Christmas. It's almost January when we're going to get some sweet Tau RPG. Oh, yeah. You're How's your editing going of that, Get it done by the dozen, as they say. Yeah, that's not true. That's a straight-up <laughs> lie, I think. <laughs> Anyways, that's coming up. Um, awesome. I guess we'll see you guys later. Send us a message if you disagree with me on Primaris oh and God. why. <laughs> I'd love to hear a I'd good argument. You over the no, internet. no, no. I would just love to hear a good argument about Primaris. Oh, that's yeah. all. Okay, send... Goodbye. I love you all. Touch me at night. Good night. Peace. Peace out.